We help people walk away from the big box conglomerates. We can shop factory direct at a family-owned, made-in-America manufacturer. Family-owned companies with their customers first, not Wall Street investors. Let's together cut off their cash flow. We can choose to help regular people by shopping with family-owned businesses and buying products made in America. Call 718-869-9020 or visit switch2usa.com. Switch to USA.com. The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio LLC. To save his life, call his wife in. Nothing to say, but what a day. How's your boy been? Nothing to do, it's up to you. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. Good morning, and welcome to another edition of Ringside Politics with a Punch. And your host, Jeff Couleer. Well past 25 years of broadcast experience under his conservative belt and still packing a punch. He's the host of Ringside Politics with a Punch, writes for townhall.com, and has a new book, America's Last Chance. Jeff also has his own YouTube channel. But even with all that going on, he hasn't forgotten his listeners. The ones who opine every day right here on WGSO. Call Jeff Guerre right now at 556-9696. Go to a show, you hope she goes. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. Good morning. Jeff Career here, and happy Friday to you, TGIF. We are excited about today's program, and uh, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, Ringside Politics here in the airwaves. And here's how we uh, roll. We're online at WGSO.com, on the uh, dial at 9.90 a.m., also on the Mixer app that you can download from Google Play Store, Apple App Store, and it's free, ad-free. And then we're uh, streaming live on Facebook at Central City News and Ringside Politics. And then we say hello to our friends on uh, Blessed News. So hello to uh, all of you. And uh, we want to hear from you today. So we do what's called an open line. So here's how we join in with you. We give you a chance to uh, chime in. Here's the number, 504-556-9696. And uh, we get interaction. And uh, it's an open line, so whatever I, whatever issues I bring up are good, and you can bring up your own issues. Uh, we always love hearing from you. And, of course, you can also email us at jeff at wgso.com. Check out our website, crewair.net. You can comment there. So as we kick off today, we've got some great guests uh, joining us, uh, interesting clips we're going to share with you, lots of topics on the table for discussion. So we'll be uh, jam-packed here on the program. So we had the border showdown <laughs> yesterday. And uh, Joe Biden was at his, uh, you know, typical self. And, uh, you know, mumbling and stumbling his way uh, through the visit. And, of course, he goes to an area that has been sanitized, and that is uh, Brownsville. It's an area that 
really you don't have a, a massive problem. President Trump went to an area that has been sort of the, the epicenter of it, and that is Eagle Pass. But part of his visit there was a discussion with the uh, head of the uh, Texas National Guard and also Governor Greg Abbott about measures that had been taken by the um, great people of Texas. And fortunately, the governor there has taken some steps that have been helpful. So the flow is now reduced in Texas, finally, after years of an out-of-control flow of uh, illegals. And now they're moving on. Now they're in California, New Mexico, and Arizona. Because those states have Democrat governors. <laughs> and Democrat governors want this... Uh, Massive flow to continue. Texas has, you know, has been trying to do something about it. 504-556-9696. In his remarks, President Trump talked about how you know, this is uh, such a major problem, talking about how uh, it was in good shape when he left office, how Biden has destroyed it, uh, how he's going to make it a priority to build the wall, to deport those that are here illegally. And interestingly, as he was at the border, he looked across the uh, fencing, and on the other side of the Rio Grande was none other than a bunch of migrants yelling Trump. <laughs> so, uh, undocumented migrants, illegal aliens, people that were, of course, looking for a place to cross and get over here. And uh, they encountered the guy that's going to send them back if they make it over here. But they're uh, trying to curry favor by yelling Trump. <laughs> so he's there seeing people that are attempting to get over to this country. Biden had a sanitized view of everything uh, where he was. And, you know, now is the focus on the border because of uh, the illegal aliens and committing their crimes all over the place. And you have uh, had just an incredible number of uh, crimes committed uh, in recent days, one of them right here in Kenner, where an illegal Honduran raped and stabbed. You had in uh, Maryland an illegal kill a two-year-old. And then, uh, of course, in uh, Athens, Georgia, you had a 23-year-old nursing student uh, brutalized, killed. Her skull was disfigured by this uh, crazed lunatic. And uh, he was from Venezuela. So we're getting from Venezuela, you know, they're criminals. And we've seen in recent weeks a bunch of uh, police officers get attacked in New York by Venezuelan uh, immigrants, illegal immigrants. So Venezuela is seeing reduction in crime, and uh, they're sending them here. Now, in recent days, uh, Biden has been promoting uh, the fact that crime is supposedly down across the country to 50-year lows. Do you feel that? Is that what you feel in your communities, that uh, crime is uh, at an all-time low? Certainly doesn't seem that way in New Orleans. Um, certainly is not that way in Kenner. Chief said he was having a hard time keeping up with all of the illegals that were there because there are no records on these folks. You know, and what about the people that got away? Uh, you know, got two million that are roaming around the country that uh, were not processed, were not, uh, did not turn themselves into uh, Border Patrol. 504-556-9696. And of course, the Democrats, Mayorkas and President Biden uh, talk about how great things are and uh, how much improvement they've made and 
you know, the uh, strides they've taken. <laughs> and uh, it's like they're on a different planet. Another key difference, uh, President Trump called the parents of Lake and Riley to express his condolences. Uh, Joe Biden has not, has not mentioned her name and has not called. Now, back in 2020, there was a, a death of George Floyd that led to Biden posting 27 times on social media. And, of course, uh, an uproar across the nation that led to uh, police officers leaving the force, being attacked, uh, cities being looted, burned, even though CNN reported that uh, it was a peaceful protest. <laughs> he had burning buildings behind them. Uh, yeah, it was peaceful, just so peaceful. 504-556-9696. So kudos to President Trump for calling the family of uh, Lake and Riley. And uh, Joe Biden has not mentioned uh, her name, has not called. And uh, that is uh, dereliction of duty. Again, add this to the list of uh, things that Biden has done, which, uh, in my opinion, is dereliction in his duty. Uh, and, you know, from there, I guess he's going to Camp David or might already be at Camp David. So the weekend starts early for Slow Joe. And uh, another, another weekend of uh, relaxation at Camp David while you have uh, American people suffering under his policies. Uh, how do you see it? You agree, you disagree? We certainly invite and welcome your call. Come join us, 504-556-9696. Right here on Ringside, Jeff Career with you. Let's take care of some business. Quick timeouts. We'll be right back. battle with mosquitoes outside your house stop smacking yourself in the face call mosquito joe whether it's playing ball with the kids or cooking out mosquito joe treatments allow you to enjoy your yard without the nuisance of pesky mosquitoes ticks and fleas no more itching and scratching and no more wasting time on smelly products that don't work visit mosquitojoe.com or call 504-208-2361 for more information and a free quote with mosquito joe outside is fun again if you need storage, there's no place safer or more convenient than Clearview Mini Storage. It's locally owned and operated, open seven days a week, 6.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. You can get storage units of all sizes for every need, and they have the best prices in Metairie guaranteed. It's monitored 24-7, and for a second floor unit, your first month is free. Contact my friend Tony at 455-2759, that's 455-2759, or learn more at clearviewministorage.com. On March 23rd, voters in Metairie, Harahan, River Ridge, and most of Kenner will elect a new judge for the 24th Judicial District Court Division D. Jerry Smith is proud to be a candidate in this important election. Jerry has extensive experience litigating both civil and criminal matters. He spent 13 years representing the state of Louisiana as an assistant district attorney, prosecuting some of the region's most violent criminals. Jerry Smith is a lifelong Republican, a Jefferson Parish homeowner for over 20 years a loving husband and father who has dedicated his time and talents to the community. He is founder of a Hogs for the Cause fundraising team that has raised over $100,000 to assist families battling pediatric brain cancer. Jerry Smith's legal career and professional reputation in the community emulate the values he prioritizes in raising two young boys. Integrity, the value of hard work, and respect for others. For more information, visit jerrysmithforjudge.com. Paid for by the committee to elect 
Black Cherry Smith. Are you tired of cookie cutter advertising? Do you want professionals that understand your needs and budgets? If so, let me recommend the Madly Group. It's a marketing agency based in St. Tammany, offering creative services such as branding and copywriting, video and photography, social media strategies, print and digital design, project management, and web design and strategies. They believe that relationships with their clients are just as important as their craftsmanship. And it's no surprise that they have an array of satisfied clients who appreciate the homegrown values of the Madly Group. Their approach is simple. Lots of listening until they fully grasp your vision. Then they put their mind power on it to deliver effective creative solutions within your budget and time frame. For more information, check out themadlygroup.com or email them at info at madlygroup.com. The Madly Group, dedicated to delivering stellar work that generates results. If it's in the news, we're on it. Ringside politics with a punch. Come out swinging now at 556-9696. Call Jeff Cruer now. Welcome back. Jeff Cruer here, and uh, it is Ringside Politics on the Airways. So, uh, the turtle, the old crow, uh, Mitch McConnell, has um, announced uh, he's leaving his post uh, at the end of the end of uh, November. I guess uh, January of next year. So, in November, uh, they can select someone new to start in January. So, we got another you know, ten months of um, Mitch. But uh, now there's going to be a scramble for who is going to replace him. And we've got some candidates, the Johns, uh, John Barrasso, uh, John Cornyn, John Thune. And um, interestingly, both Cornyn and uh, Thune, I'm not sure about Barrasso, have endorsed uh, President Trump in recent days. Uh, probably knew, knowing what was coming, <laughs> figured they might get on his good side. Uh, President Trump has endorsed a guy named Steve Daines, uh, so we'll see where it all goes. But, hey, I'm proud to say, called for uh, on this program, the removal of the McFailures, the McLosers. And now by the time Mitch leaves, McConnell, McCarthy, and McDaniel will be gone. And can't tell you how much damage uh, that they did to the Republican Party, to the nation, with their, um, you know, rhino leadership. And McConnell is obsessed with uh, Ukraine. Uh, Ronna McDaniel was obsessed with her lip injections. And uh, Kevin McCarthy, I think, was just obsessed with pleasing uh, the media and pleasing uh, the Democrats. So... None of those folks were obsessed with uh, following the will of the Republican grassroots, which should have been their obsession. How can we follow the will of the people? How can we do what they want? Uh, their obsession was more like, uh, you know, other personal uh, agendas. McConnell, uh, he was lampooned uh, as Mitch McConnell, D, Ukraine, <laughs> instead of R, Kentucky. And, uh, of course, that battle is going on. The... Uh, the House and Senate uh, put through another short-term uh, agreement, uh, budget agreement. So now we've 
averted a government shutdown for um, you know a few days, a week, two weeks. But they'll be at it again for something uh, more long term, and you know it's a shame that uh, this is how they uh, they operate. They operate uh, with these what are called continuing resolutions, and uh, you don't have uh, straight up budgets for all these different areas. Uh, I think there are twelve appropriation bills that need to be passed, and they haven't. And you know, it is just a, a struggle to do anything in Congress that is fiscally responsible. And uh, that's why the debt just keeps increasing. And, and now we're well, well, well over $34 uh, trillion. So we've added $6.5 trillion under Creepy Joe. And Creepy Joe the other day said that he had brought down the deficit. <laughs> he had brought down the deficit. Greatest deficit reduction ever. Well, he's going to break the record for adding to the uh, national debt. Uh, that'll be his legacy, one of his legacies. And uh, that'll be broken uh, easily. President Trump had the record. I think it was a $7.8 trillion increase. You know, Biden's already $6.5 trillion. We've got another, sadly, another 11 months of this guy. 504-556-9696-WGSO-990-AM-WGSO.com. Well, the uh, crime session is over here in Louisiana. The legislators are going home for a few days and then go back up there for a regular session. We'll get your thoughts on it uh, if you uh, followed any of the bills. So you do have a constitutional uh, carry bill that uh, did pass, and uh, this is... You know, a step forward, Louisiana adds uh, to the ranks of 27 other states that have constitutional carry. Uh, you can carry concealed without a, a permit. Uh, you can already open carry here in Louisiana. And, you know, I think a lot of um, law enforcement might have been opposed to it, uh, not wanting to see it. And, um, you know, we do know Criminals uh, don't care about whatever the law is. This just gives, in my opinion, the law-abiding another tool they can have in uh, protecting themselves and their family. Uh, we'll see what the effect is going to be. Uh, I certainly already know that uh, you're going to have crimes continuing in um, the New Orleans area because of uh, the fact that we are overrun with criminals. We've had a Soros DA here that hasn't been uh, very keen on prosecuting them. We went from a very uh, strong DA, a very uh, law and order oriented DA under Leon Canizero, to one who had a very different opinion. Now, yesterday you had Kamala Harris praising progressive uh, DAs, <laughs> saying they're just great, saying that's the best way to fight crime. Well, I guess when you don't prosecute and you don't uh, convict and you don't imprison, uh, then, yeah, you've got no crime, right? I mean, we're not, we're not prosecuting. We're not uh, imprisoning. We don't have any uh, crime. We don't have any criminals. I guess that's one way to look at it. And that was what uh, Benjamin Crump, the uh, attorney, was saying. We just reclassify crime and you don't have any. <laughs> so, I mean, that's... That's insane. That's uh, insane. 504-556-9696. Coming up in a few days will be Super Tuesday. So today's the first. Super Tuesday is the fifth. 
And uh, the last primary we had this week was in uh, Michigan. On Saturday, there's going to be caucuses. There was a primary on um, Tuesday. And it's been another chance for President Trump to uh, garner more delegates. He's already way ahead. He's won all seven contests. Nikki Haley's won zero. Nikki Haley's staying in the race until Super Tuesday, and we shall see where things go from there. She's going to have another string of losses, so it'll be like zero and 23. <laughs> I don't think there's one state she's winning. I mean, even in 2016, when Ted Cruz stuck around, he had won some states. He won 11 states. I mean, he had bona fide victories. And he stayed all the way to the convention. I mean, he pretty much had uh, Cruz still battling there. I mean, we had people at the convention in 2016 still trying to figure out ways to get it to Ted Cruz. Uh, this time, I can't imagine uh, there'd still be an effort here with Nikki Haley. Uh, or she might uh, dump the party and go to no labels. On the Democrat side, you had Marianne Williamson, the spiritual guru, get back in the race. <laughs> I guess she's been uh, unimpressed with what she's seen in Biden. Now she's back in. But, I mean, Biden's got it wrapped up. Uh, in Michigan, he had about 13% who voted uncommitted, which is over 100,000 votes, significant chunk. But he still got 80% of the vote. But when you look at the number of votes Donald Trump got, the number of votes Joe Biden got, Trump got about 150,000 more. And this is a very purple state. This isn't a red state at all. So tells me Trump's got a lot of enthusiasm among voters in a state that's up for grabs. Now, James Carville on MSNBC yesterday said that Trump's in a very weak position. Democrats are looking strong, he said. <laughs> That's what he said. And that, uh, you know, Trump still has all this uh, competition against him and, you know, that makes him vulnerable. Well, it's interesting that he says that because whatever vote Nikki Haley's getting is from Democrats and independents that are allowed in these primaries. And we should never have open primaries. It should be closed primaries. But they're not. So they're in there. And uh, giving Nikki Haley whatever percentage she gets, 20, 30, 40 percent. Carville's trying to make the claim that that shows Donald Trump's weak. 504-556-9696. He's had a wing of the Republican Party against him from the very beginning. Uh, President Trump said he thought the party was united. Uh, I think uh, it can be once we get the RNC and get a leader in the Senate who's MAGA. But... You know, there's always going to be these never-Trumpers. always going to be your Bill Crystals and Michael Steele and <clears throat> people of that ilk, which are not going to support President Trump. That's the way it is. They're rhinos. They're never-Trumpers. They are people who uh, do not share the Make America Great Again philosophy. They want to be globalists, and they want to prefer to focus on Ukraine. Now, that'll be the big battle uh, going forward uh, once they get this uh, budget uh, shutdown uh, averted, uh, government shutdown, this budget deal worked out. Uh, then they're going to get back to Ukraine and the border and uh, whatever else they want to throw in the, in the pot. Uh, Senate rhinos and Democrats uh, willing to you know, get the funding back for uh, Ukraine. 
Mitch McConnell telling MAGA Mike Johnson, speaker, that uh, Ukraine was more important. That needed to be the focus, Ukraine. <laughs> so there you go. This is as the Russians are winning the war and as you have, uh, you know, more being exposed about uh, Ukrainian corruption. And this is uh, at a time when, you know, our border is wide open and we are suffering because of that. McConnell and other rhinos saying Ukraine is the uh, priority. Well, we'll get your thoughts. Do you agree with that? Should there be a uh, Ukraine uh, funding bill prior to uh, something to support the border? Or is uh, $140 billion, $145 billion, whatever the total is, for Ukraine enough? Have we given them enough? I say yes. What do you say? 504-556-9696. Open line here on the program. Lots of topics on the table. Anything you want to talk about, uh, fair game. Love to hear from you. Hey, we're going to take care of some business right now. Quick timeouts. A lot more coming your way. Your phone calls, emails. we got some interesting clips to share with you today. On the Ringside Politics program, right here on WGSO, Jeff Carrera with you. We'll be right back. Radio Network. I'm John Burns. The special session ended yesterday, seven days earlier than scheduled, and the Republican-controlled legislature approved Governor Jeff Landry's tough-on-crime agenda. Landry is expected to have a bill-signing ceremony next week, and LotPolitics.com publisher Jeremy Alford says it's a big political victory for our new governor. It was it was most certainly his his session, and it may end up being his uh the crown jewel of his uh his policymaking time in this first term. We'll see. One of the bills the governor's expected to sign means non-felon adults will soon be able to carry a concealed firearm without a permit. Owner of Concealed Carry NOLA, Dave Newman, believes the training that will no longer be required is still important to protect gun owners, so he hopes they will still seek training. There are a lot of people that buy guns and really don't know how they function. They put the bullets in the magazine backwards. They, they don't even know their guns come apart for cleaning, don't even think they have to clean it. LRN. Hello, this is Rosie the Skunk for Atmos Energy. You might think I make a bad smell. I mean, of course you do. Why wouldn't you? After all, I'm a skunk. But my stinky fragrance is nothing compared to the rotten egg smell of a gas leak, because that could be dangerous. So if you think you smell a leak or encounter other signs, such as hearing a hissing or blowing sound or seeing a vapor cloud, blowing dirt or bubbling water, do not smoke, talk on the phone, turn on or off equipment or vehicles, or do anything that could cause a spark. Leave the area immediately. Then call 911 and Atmos Energy. Atmos Energy will send a trained technician to investigate the situation. Take it from a skunk. Gas leaks just plain stink. Seriously, there's no gray area here. When dealing with gas leaks, it's black and white. Yep, that's a little skunk humor there. For more information, visit atmosenergy.com slash gas safety. 
Do you want to overcome obstacles, thrive, and live a life aligned with your deepest values? Then let me recommend Stewart Life Coaching, led by its dedicated owner, Edwa Stewart. She's committed to empowering individuals to achieve their full potential, lead fulfilling lives. At Stewart Life Coaching, the emphasis is on fostering a positive mindset, resilience, and effective goal setting. Edwa understands today's fast-paced world and challenges, but through one-on-one sessions, her clients are guided to discover their strengths, overcome obstacles, and create meaningful, sustainable change. At Stewart Life Coaching, clients are encouraged to explore their values, aspirations, and personal narratives to unlock their true potential. Stewart Life Coaching provides a personalized navigation system for life, offering support, insights, and strategies to help you navigate your unique path and achieve a fulfilling and purpose-driven life. For more information, contact Edwa at 504-578-0006 or visit edwastewart.com. Who that? Want to say what? Say it on Ringside Politics with a Punch. Call Jeff Cruer now at 556-9696. Call Jeff Cruer now. Hey, we're back. So uh, let's get it started with some uh, phone calls, and uh, we'll open them up right now at 504-556-9696. I want to hear from you. What do you say? Uh, what do you say about all these uh, issues, uh, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, we've got a lot uh, on the table here for discussion. And uh, without further ado, let's get to it. Our friend Mark joining us in Metairie. How are you, sir? Good morning and welcome. Good morning, sir. Good morning. I say no. Good morning. Send no more money to Ukraine. You know, we have people here, especially dealing with insurance, home insurance. I'm just listening to a co-worker of mine yesterday. They're talking $15,000 deductible, uh, $700, you know, $700,000 house, $15,000 deductible. And, they, and, and they're still trying to figure out how they should go about doing this. The people here in America is really struggling. And like you say, at the border, something needs to be truly done. Right. Yes, sir. You know, Amen. So I'm, I'm I, all I can say is I, I'm going to I'm going to uh, uh, say yes to that because I have the same situation with my homeowner's insurance that went up. The deductible went up uh, and uh, then you've got the uh, the premiums going up. So you get hit from both is, sides. Uh, higher deductible, higher premiums. Mm-hmm. That is correct. And that money can help here to stimulate or to uh, how you say word you use when you want to. Uh, Help a company, you know, like if they hire employees. Incentivize, incentive, incentivize. Yes, you know, and that could be done mm-hmm. towards the people here. I'm, 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 I'm for mm-hmm. the people, my man. What, he, what he's yeah. doing is tr- truly wrong. And about the mm-hmm. deficit, I don't, I don't know why these presidents haven't got this deficit down because who are we owe this money to for number one. This is bigger China. than the Federal Reserve, right or wrong? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, we we owe thirty four point. Four trillion, something like that now. To, yeah. To who? I'd like to know to who. And I'm going to hang up and listen. That's all I want to say. All right. Thank well, you. yes, sir. And thank you very much. Uh, I'll give you a breakdown, but the, the country that we owe the majority of it to is China. And uh, there are others that we owe it to, but uh, China's uh, a big one. Uh, we also owe some money to other foreign countries. Uh, Mark, thank you, my friend. Good to hear from you. And uh, yeah, that's what uh, Rand Paul was saying the other day to, to weave into your other topic. Uh, so we're borrowing money from China to give to Ukraine. So we're not focusing on the American people's needs and we're giving them more debt. <laughs> so 
How does that make sense in any way you look at it? And uh, it's just an obsession that they have uh, with uh, warmongering. 504-556-9696. Jeff Cruer here. It is Ringside on the Airwaves on WGSO, 990 AM, WGSO.com. Hey, let's keep it rolling. Open line in the program. Any topic you want to address, fair game. Our friend Gary in Missouri is with us. Uh, hey, Gary, how are you? Good morning and welcome, sir. Good morning, Jeff. Uh, Good morning, Gary. How are you, sir? You know, uh, I, I've got uh, on my property, and then there's a road in the, my neighbor's property. But if my neighbor put up uh, no, no trespassing signs, and I walked over their their property and I had a little barbecue with my friends. I was being handcuffed. So do we not have any no trespassing signs on the border? <laughs> I, I would hope there are no no trespassing signs there. I I you know I know there's a border wall in a lot of places and there's now barbed wire uh, and we now have national guard there and border patrol. But I don't know if there are signs. I'm sure there are signs saying. No trespassing in uh, in Spanish and English. I'm sure it's somewhere. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so, um, you know, I would I would think uh, people would understand with the barbed wire and the wall that uh, you can't just walk in here. But uh, that's what's been going on, as you know, Gary. They've just been coming in here, and then they've been cashing in. So when you go to your neighbors and have your barbecue, I mean, you're going to be uh, arrested. You're not going to be receiving money. <laughs> they're going to say, hey, you're arrested. Uh, you're going to pay a penalty for this, but not those who break our laws and come here illegally. They get uh, they get rewarded, Gary. That's crazy. In the old days, you'd be in the back of a black and white, but nowadays you'd be an SUV. Yeah, in the old days, uh, there was uh, criminal justice. There was law and order. Uh, there were penalties for crimes uh, now. They want to redefine crime, and uh, certainly a lot of folks don't like penalties. Now, we had a, a crime session here in Louisiana. We had our legislators in session, and we uh, created more uh, you know, hurdles for criminals. Uh, we uh, brought back the death penalty. Uh, we're going to treat 17-year-olds as adults and um, get rid of parole. So it's a tough-on-crime attitude that I think a lot of people support. So anyway, we're at least doing something about it here. You know that, that poor girl that just went out for a jog and she was murdered by mm -hmm. illegal mm -hmm. immigrant? Yeah. And CNN, they won't even say that he's here illegally. Right. Yeah, he is from Venezuela here illegally. Uh, we had a young girl raped here by an illegal from Honduras. And then he stabbed someone in the face. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's rampant all across the country. Let me ask you while I got you, Gary, from the great state of Missouri, what's the latest in the investigation into the uh, Super Bowl party uh, parade shooting? Have there been any uh, developments there? Yeah, I think there, there's a few adults, a couple of adults got arrested. And... Mm. <laughs> But I don't, it just seems I don't know seem why, to have really gone away, would, the whole story. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they wouldn't uh, uh, put their picture up or right and put it all over the media. What's up with that? <laughs> why are they hiding their uh, identities and trying to be so secretive about what, it? What, 
there's only two things. Either the people that's involved in it are connected some way, or they don't want to bring bring the, the bad shine on Missouri in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, maybe. All right. Well, I was just curious, and you're the man to ask. Uh, thank you, my friend. Always appreciate you, Gary, from the Show Me State of Missouri. Don't trespass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So thank you. Yes, I'm not going to be having that in my neighbor's yard, believe me. Uh, and uh, they shouldn't be partying in our yard, but they are. And uh, they're doing uh, more, like committing crimes uh, in our yard. And then they're getting rewarded for it. Here, some money. 504-556-9696 to check in. Open line here on the program. Let's go up to the Keystone State, the great state of Pennsylvania. Our friend Paul joining the conversation this morning. How are you, my friend? No, I'm just fantastic, Jeff. All right. Now, Merry Christmas, America. Yeah, All right. Christmas. Here lately now, they're finally stating... Some that I have been saying since this has started, that this is planned. Now, other newscasters are starting to say the same thing. You got to look at it. They kill off our beef. They kill off the food supply, more or less. We're, we're, we're going to be hurting. They let these darn wetbacks in. That's what they are. That's the old word. I'm an old type person. But that's their name. That's what they are. So they're just letting them in as a uh, invasion force. Anybody that's got a brain can see it. Well, you know what the new so so let me just just jump in for one second. So uh, you say that was the name they initial. So back when they had the Eisenhower administration deport one point three million, that was called Operation Wetback. Yeah. So after that, they started using the term illegal uh, alien. Then it was illegal immigrant. Then it was undocumented migrant. Do you know what the new word is, Paul? You say you some? You know what they're called now? They're called no. new newcomers. They're newcomers. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> so... We say hello to the newcomers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not a newcomer. Yeah. Anyway, another thing. Like I say, back in the old days, that's what they were. Even during the old Wild West days. I mean, they stood in the border, and more or less they shot each other. If you were going into Mexico, Mexicans shot right. you. Mexican coming in, we'd shoot them. Right. But you know, That's back then it was it was mostly people from Mexico, mostly people from you know Guatemala, Central America. Now it's 174 nations. I mean, now it's a it's a United Nations of uh, newcomers <laughs> of uh, yeah. illegal aliens. So and I, I mean, can't they're, they're really Johnson, from man. everywhere. I can't. What's that? I can't believe Johnson letting that bill go through. They got to put money on these guys' cards now so that they can have their money. Mm-hmm. That's where most of this is going right now. It's going to pay these people. I am fed up with it. I mean, 
Where is the sanity of it? Where is the where's the under there is none. So you have a you have a radical idea that people that break laws and come here shouldn't be rewarded with uh, cash payments. Right. I mean, there's Joe, biggest uh, racist there ever was, next to uh, his mentor, being led by the second old Hussein. Hussein don't know whether he's black or white. He wants this here because he knows it's going to cause strife between all races. Okay, and Joe, as a uh, Ku Klux Klan lover, is going right along with the ones that he supposedly hates the most. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, it Joe Biden's uh, Joe Joe Biden's mentor in the in the Senate was KKK Bird. Uh, that was his. Yeah, uh, he was the uh, he was a Grand Dragon. Yeah, and he was he, a uh, and I think Hillary Clinton uh, looked up to KKK Bird too, and you know well, Joe so Biden did, said, uh, Pelosi. "Yeah, Pelosi's Joe dad Biden, was in with him." Joe Biden has said more racist comments than anybody I know, and yeah. he is no friend of African Americans. He's no no healer. He's uh, no one who's going to bring Democratic people together. Party is totally against the black, you know, the brothers yeah. and sisters. Democrats are the owners. Well, there was Republicans also. I can't say we were not guilty. But Democrats are the ones with the KKK, Jim Crow, name it. Paul, you hit it. We're up against it, my friend. Have a great weekend to you in the great state of Pennsylvania. (laughs) Yes, Merry Christmas. We got to take a brief time out. More coming your way, 504-556-9696 to join us. We'll be right back. must not be silent in the face of the ongoing apostasy in the world. We must keep the truth alive and let those in authority know that the faithful are looking to them to do what is right, to listen to Our Lady of Fatima and to do what she asks. Please add your name to the millions who are crying out to our leaders to do the only thing that will bring us peace and save countless souls. Obey Our Lady now. Visit Fatima.org. For over 30 years, the Monumental Task Committee has cleaned, restored, and repaired all monuments and statues in the New Orleans area. Dedicated to historic preservation, this volunteer-based nonprofit organization receives no government or taxpayer money. Please consider preserving Louisiana history by making a tax-deductible donation through the website at monumentaltask.org. That's monumentaltask.org. Very soon, you will be able to carry a defensive firearm in your pocket or purse without a permit in Louisiana. What should that firearm be? Can you protect yourself with a small 22 or 32 with almost no recoil? What about a 380? How is it different from a 38? The Home Defense Foundation will be holding free classes on these and many other carry-related topics in the coming year. To learn about all the classes, get on our mailing list at hdfnola.org. Learn how you can use a small self-defense pistol. Go to hdfnola.org and come to one of our free classes. 
Everything is free. Ammo, targets, range instruction. HDFNOLA.org. Hey, it's Jeff Cruer. Is it time to renew your license? The DMV is slow, but Quick Notary is fast. Quick Notary can renew your license fast. So don't waste your time. Save yourself the hassle. Come to Quick Notary for all your DMV services today. They're in Metairie at 1035 Veterans Boulevard, corner West William David. Their other services include vehicle registration renewal, vehicle title transfer, notarizing affidavits or bill of sales, Power of attorney, donations, and even wills. You can even get your new license plate issued right on the spot. And don't wait for the rush. At Quick Notary, you can get your nationally mandated real ID. They're open until 5.30 p.m. during the week and 4 p.m. on Saturday. For more information, dial 504-598-5666. That's 504-598-5666. Or visit them on Facebook. That's Quick Notary. That's Q-U-I-K Notary. For all your notary services, there's no one quicker or or better than Quick Notary. I guarantee it. You know, they say opinions are like, you know, flowers. Call 556-9696. Call Ringside Politics with a Punch and Jeff Cruer now. All right, we're back. Jeff Career with you, and uh, let's share with you some of these clips we've got for you this morning uh, on the airwaves on WGSO, 990 AM, WGSO.com. Hey, uh, don't forget to check out uh, tomorrow our uh, TV program on Real America's Voice. That's americasvoice.news uh, if you miss it uh, live, and uh, we always have a lot of fun with that program. So be sure to check it out. I'll have my new column coming out this weekend. You can check out townhall.com. Also be posted on a variety of other sites, including WGSO.com. If you have any thoughts, comments, ideas, suggestions for our programs, columns, please shoot them to me at Jeff at WGSO.com. Jeff at WGSO.com. All right, uh, let's get to it. And the first one is uh, President Trump at the border blasting Slow Joe. Let's check out clip number one. It happened. As I always say in speeches and rallies, it's if you take the 10 worst presidents in the history of our country and you added them all up, all of the problems, all of the lousy jobs they've done. You can add them all up. It's not as bad as this one man has done for our country. What he's done to our country is he's destroying our country. Uh, we were just talking before. We were, the general was saying, I can't believe, he can't believe what's happening. He can't believe it. it's so sad. Last year, almost half of all ICE arrests were criminal aliens charged for more than 33,000 assaults, 3,000 robberies, 6,900 burglaries, 7,500 weapons crimes. This is all migrant crime. 4,300 sex crimes, 1,600 kidnappings, and 1,700 homicides and murders. These are the people that are coming into our country. And they're coming from jails, and they're coming from prisons, and they're coming from mental institutions, and they're coming from insane asylums, and they're terrorists. They're being let into our, our country. And uh, it's horrible. It's horrible. Well said. Well said, President Trump. Well said. 504-556-9696. So here's some of what uh, Creepy Joe had to say. And this is um, 
actually an admission that the uh, asylum process is taking too long. Well, you know, uh, if you would have kept the Remain in Mexico policy, then uh, it wouldn't be uh, plaguing our country. But uh, you didn't. You dropped it. You reinstituted catch and release. These folks are flooding everywhere. You stopped construction of the border wall. Three policies there that you, Joe Biden, implemented and uh, are responsible for. Let's check out clip number two. Today, the process to get a decision on an asylum claim takes five to seven years. Now, you all know it down here, but the people around the country don't understand it. It's far too long. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> Who's to blame? Look in the mirror. 504-556-9696. I mean, five, seven, ten years. I mean, come on. Uh, oh, yeah, we'll see you in uh, 2034. Yeah, right. Uh, Mayorkas uh, asked, well, what about legislative action uh, versus executive action? Can't uh, this uh, president just on his own take some executive action? I mean, he took executive action to make things horrible. Can he take executive action to make things better? Mayorkas says no. It's only legislative action. Check out clip number three. Executive actions that the president can take to reduce the number, the large number of migrants that uh, are coming to the U.S.-Mexico border that we saw in 2023 and continue this year. The fact of the matter is that the in only enduring solution is legislation. Congress needs to act. We have a bipartisan piece of legislation that three senators worked on intensely for a number of months. I was very privileged to be at the table to provide technical and operational expertise. The administration was represented at the table. We need Congress to act. Uh, it's all Congress's fault. Something uh, you created, uh, now you're, you're blaming Congress. And remember, this is a guy who kept saying over and over and over again, the border is secure. We've had historic numbers of people flood in here. The border is secure. Now, the numbers are going to go down based on what Texas has done. So because Texas has acted, Biden's going to say, hey, the numbers are down. I'm, I'm succeeding. <laughs> so uh, give me credit. Uh, look at what we've done. We've brought the numbers down. Well, it's only due to the uh, work of the governor of Texas. Yet who does uh, Mayorkas, Homeland Security uh, Director, Alejandro Mayorkas, who does he blame? You got it, Governor Greg Abbott of Texas. Let's check out clip number four. Unlike Texas Governor Abbott's efforts to undermine federal border enforcement, the leaders in Brownsville serve as a model of cooperation in addressing together the challenges that irregular migration present. Thank goodness uh, the governor acted when he did. I, I was calling for him to act uh, much sooner, better later than never. And uh, I think that is uh, finally uh, turning the corner as far as Texas. But then, unfortunately, you have three other border states. You've got Arizona, New Mexico, and California. Texas is the biggest portion, but you have those other states as well. And uh, those states are led by Democrats. So what more do I need to say? <laughs> that means, uh, you know, come one, come all from those states. Then you've got uh, the Border um, Patrol Union, their VP, not uh, mincing any words. 
Let's check out clip number five. President Trump is going down to the border because he wants to go down there. That's what it is. And uh, President Biden mm. is going down because he has to. You know, for the, for the last three uh, years, he's been saying that the border is secure, that there is no issues. Obviously, everyone in America knows that that is a complete lie. And from day one of this administration, the border hasn't been, has been in chaos just on his rhetoric. Then, is, then he got rid of policies and it made it worse. And, and, and right now he's going down, you know, pretty much it's the Hail Mary to save, uh, you know, the, the rest of the campaign because, you know, he wants to get reelected. But if you really wanted to see where the, the areas were, he'd come down to Arizona or he'd go to San Diego. Arizona, yeah. just Tucson sector alone is averaging over 1,500 mm -hmm. people a day. As I said, they're moving, moving to the West and uh, taking advantage of Democrat uh, states and flooding in. 504-556-9696. There have been some real life consequences here to this open border and sadly some tragic deaths. And in other cases, tragic uh, life-altering crimes, raping a 14-year-old girl, uh, stabbing an individual in the face, uh, family members uh, dealing with the loss of loved ones, two-year-old uh, shot up by uh, an illegal in Maryland. And then uh, Lake and Riley, a uh, young girl in Athens, Georgia, out for a jog, uh, never to return, and um, brutalized by an illegal from Venezuela who should have never been here and after his first crime he committed up in New York should have been deported. Let's check out clip number six. But many of the tragic consequences are still being felt of many who have illegally crossed and were released into the U.S. Nothing more prominent now than the tragic murder of Lakin Riley, the University of Georgia nursing student killed at the hands of uh, Jose Ibarra, the Venezuelan who crossed in El Paso in 2022 and was released. But that's not the only isolated case. We're learning now about many more. I can show you a full screen of this Salvadoran migrant illegally present according to ICE. His name is Nilson Granados Trejo, accused of murdering, killing a tragic death of a two-year-old infant. And that doesn't stop in Maryland there. Go down to Louisiana, in Kenner, Louisiana, a Honduran migrant accused of raping at knife point a 14-year-old teenage girl. And stabbing a man in the face. And uh, this guy, of course, the chief who was on with us, said there were no records for him. Uh, they, there was uh, no information at all. He's an illegal here uh, committing crimes. And now they have him um, in the database. They didn't before. So Kenner is uh, really being, uh, I think, inundated by these type of uh, crimes. And I think the police try to do the best they can uh, with the situation they're facing. It's not just Kenner. It's uh, many other places around our country. What do you say? Come join us. 504-556-9696. Jeff Career here. It is Ringside Politics on the Airwaves on this uh, busy Friday. TGIF team. We got a lot to do. Uh, we got some awesome guests checking in with us uh, throughout the morning. A really uh, outstanding lineup. So be sure to uh, stay tuned for that. Right now, though, we'll take a brief time out, take care of some business, uh, time to get a news update, uh, then back with a whole lot more right here on Ringside Politics on WGSO, 990 AM, WGSO.com, streaming live on Facebook, on uh, Blessed News. We say hello to all of you. 
We'll be right back. It's Jeff Cruer. Join me weekdays from 7 to 11 a.m. for Ringside Politics, right here on WGSO 990 a.m. New Orleans. USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. Congress is greenlighting a temporary funding measure to prevent a partial government shutdown this upcoming weekend. The bill will extend two government funding deadlines to March 8th and March 22nd, granting lawmakers additional time to reach consensus on appropriations bills in Washington. President Biden and former President Trump had very different messages to offer during their competing visits to Texas border communities Thursday. During his stop in Eagle Pass, Trump used the occasion to press home campaign messages highlighting crimes committed by illegal immigrants inside the U.S. Last year, a sadistic illegal alien criminal who was released into our country by Joe Biden was arrested for raping an 11-year-old girl in Pasadena, Texas. Meanwhile, during a visit to Brownsville, President Biden once again pressed Republican lawmakers in Washington to reconsider a bipartisan border security and foreign aid package that would allow a U.S. administration to shut down the border if needed. It was a measure Trump opposed. Those senators who oppose it need to set politics aside and pass it on merits, not on whether it's going to benefit one party or benefit the other party. Illegal immigration is consistently polling as one of the top issues of concern for American voters ahead of the big election. A wildfire continues raging out of control in northern Texas. It's already become the largest ever in the state's history. The Smokehouse Creek Fire has burned over one million acres. It is only 3% contained. The U.S. government's wildfire tracking map shows it originated outside the small Texas panhandle town of Stinnett, near several oil and gas fields. The New Jersey restaurant booth featured in HBO's Sopranos finale, now for sale on eBay. The iconic booth where the titular family gathered at Holston's Brookdale Confectionery has long been a popular fan destination. It even bears a sign that says, reserved for the Soprano family. This Often on rains over there, I've been heavy in a few spots. So an isolated spot or two could have a flooded street. Otherwise, the rains will taper off going into the afternoon today. Spotty activity by later on and overnight. And that's going to be the general trend of rain activity over the weekend. After a chilly start, though, today, up to 70. Slim chance tonight with morning lows near 60 or some 50s. Partly cloudy tomorrow and Sunday afternoons. Slight chance each day with highs of low to mid-70s. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. Sleepers, stay cabs, dump and service trucks, flatbeds, buses, trailers, boats, RVs, farm tractors, pickups, autos, and more. The two-day spring public auction accepting your consignments too at Henderson Auctions in Livingston, Louisiana. Thursday, March 14th, Friday, March 15th, 9 a.m. Preview Wednesday, March 13th, 9 to 4. Register now at HendersonAuctions.com. This is license number AB-459. I'm Jeff Gruer. This is Clay Cangelosi. We're excited to announce the creation of Premier Media Group. We will be your one-stop shop to handle all of your digital media needs. Our services will include podcasts, web design, promotions and event planning, video production, and equipment rental. For more information or to set up a free consultation, call 504-407-1534 or visit us at pmgroup.live. 
If you're looking for a great restaurant in Metairie, there's nothing better than Quarter View Restaurant, 613 Clearview Parkway, the home of politics with a punch. They have delicious New Orleans seafood and appetizers, signature sandwiches, and delicious po'boys. The pasta dishes are out of this world, and the desserts are amazing. For more info, check out facebook.com slash quarterview or call 504-887-3456. So we'll see you at the Quarter View. Delicious dining, great atmosphere, and family-owned and operated. Southern Legal Clinics is a family-owned business. Three brothers, Stephen, Tim, and Pat Rooney, and two nieces, Kristen and Courtney Rooney. They have been in business for over 40 years. They treat their clients as family. The law firm has six offices in Southeast Louisiana, and they've handled thousands of criminal and civil cases in 17 different parishes over the last 40 years in the federal, state, and parish courts. They offer extensive criminal and civil litigation experience, handling estate planning, succession, wills, bankruptcy, domestic law, and personal injury. Their fees are very reasonable and they offer free consultations. Their attorneys have given back to the community and have volunteered countless hours of time, coaching, serving on boards, and being active members of civic organizations. For more information, visit southernlegalclinics.com or call 504-455-4185. The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio, LLC. Nothing to do to save his life, call his wife in. Nothing to say, but what a day, how's your boy been? Nothing to do, it's up to you. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. Good morning, and welcome to another edition of Ringside Politics with a Punch, and your host, Jeff Couleer. Well past 25 years of broadcast experience under his conservative belt, and still packing a punch. He's the host of Ringside Politics with a Punch, writes for townhall.com, and has a new book, America's Last Chance. Jeff also has his own YouTube channel, but even with all that going on, he hasn't forgotten his listeners. The ones who opine every day right here on WGSO. Call Jeff Guerre right now at 556-9696. Go to a show, you hope she goes. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. And hour number two kicking off. TGIF to uh, all its ringside politics here on the airways. Jeff Career with you. Hey, come join us. Our talk line, 504-556-9696. Email address, jeff at wgso.com. We'll get to uh, some of your emails and welcome your phone calls here on the program. Some great guests joining us uh, here throughout the morning. Uh, So, uh, you know, we are looking at, um, I think, maybe a turning point uh, in this uh, election because you've got uh, you know, now a welcome focus on on the border and on this uh, invasion that has occurred. Uh, when you look at what happened under President Trump, I think it was 1.7 million encounters. And what's happened under Biden, 
where you're knocking on the door of uh, what 12 million? Who knows what the total is when you count the gotaways? Uh, massive difference, and uh, I do think uh, the American people uh, sense it, and I do think it is uh, something they don't like. And uh, Biden brought it about, uh, as Donald Trump said, uh, it is uh, Biden's border invasion. And there are consequences for that. When you allow people to come in here illegally and you have criminals coming in here, there are consequences, and innocent people die such as Lakin Riley. Now, on CNN the other day, the press secretary was uh, asked about it, and she offered a lame condolences uh, and then, you know, attacked uh, the Republicans. Let's check out clip number seven. Americans are focused on are crimes that are allegedly being committed by migrants who are in the country illegally. There was the death of Lakin Riley, in Georgia, there's been an arrest made there. Republicans are directly blaming President Biden for this. Uh, Republican Senator Josh Hawley said, quote, these deaths are on him. What's the White House response to that? So first of all, I want to offer uh, our condolences to the family uh, of Lakin. I mean, this is a horrific, horrific loss for any family. And obviously, uh, any if whoever is found guilty, uh, we need to make sure that uh, make sure that that happens. And obviously, uh, we don't want to uh, we don't want to see uh, anything happen like that again. But here's the thing: we have done the work. Uh, to make sure we're dealing with a broken immigration system. The Republicans have gotten in the way. That's so insane. I mean, that's insane. That's an insane answer. Notice how she didn't even say the the girl's full name, Lakin. And you could barely get it out. And the, the anchor, you know, Republicans are blaming Biden for these crimes allegedly committed. Allegedly, they're, they're, they're happening. No alleged about it. They're happening. We see it on video. Uh, migrants, illegals, beating up uh, police officers. This young lady died. There's no uh, question about it. So, you know, kudos to President Trump for calling the family and offering his condolences. And uh, it is, uh, to me, the right thing to do. Biden won't even uh, mention her name. He's certainly not going to call the family. 504-556-9696. What do you say? Jeff Career here. It is Ringside Politics on the Airways on WGSO 990 AM, WGSO.com. And then you've got the uh, question of his cognitive states. Uh, he just took a physical. And uh, the doctor, quote-unquote doctor, said he's in great shape. I mean, he's just doing great. <laughs> we see. We see otherwise, but he says he's doing great. And according to the press secretary, he's doing so well that he doesn't need a cognitive test. You know, we hear him on speeches. We see uh, his performance. We heard the special counsel report uh, we haven't seen the uh, actual uh, video or heard the audio of the questioning, but we saw the report from Robert Hur, the special counsel, that pretty much said Biden couldn't remember the uh, date of his uh, son's death, couldn't remember when he was vice president, and he was so forgetful and so senile that uh, they couldn't even bring him uh, up for trial. 
And this guy, we supposedly are hearing from his doctor and his press secretary, is in great shape, doesn't need a cognitive test. Let's check out clip number eight. Yes, or cognitive test during his physical this morning. So let me just say I did see Dr. O'Connor, uh, and he, he stopped by my office earlier today uh, after the president completed his physical uh, this morning, as you all know. Uh, he was happy with how everything went, and as soon as he uh, uh, finishes completing the memo, uh, it will be a robust, comprehensive memo. We will certainly share that with all of you, as we have done in the last two years. And uh, look. You saw the president return to work. He took some of your questions not too long ago, and you saw he's going to continue to, uh, to fight for the American people. And in this particular instance, he was talking about fighting, fighting crime. So the president's going to continue that, that process. As it relates to, uh, you were asking me about a cognitive test. As it relates to that, look, um, you know, the president doesn't need a cognitive test. That is not my assessment. That is not my assessment. That is the assessment of the president's doctor. Uh, that is also the assessment of the neurologist, uh, who has also made that assessment as well. And you know, and you've heard us say this, and I'll reiterate this: the president's doctor has says, if you look at what this president, the president who is also the commander in chief, he passes a cognitive test every day, every day, as every day. Uh, but he won't take one. But he passes one every day. <laughs> it, it, you know, I, I'm sorry. These doctors uh, vouching for him. I mean, these uh, so-called doctors, neurologists, these so-called medical professionals. And uh, we're to believe them. I mean, the same folks who uh, told us uh, you know, we couldn't take our uh, therapeutics uh, for uh, COVID and had to take this COVID vaccine. Same people who uh, gave us uh, horrible advice during the uh, pandemic now saying uh, he's, uh, oh, yeah, he's great. Uh, he's in great shape. He doesn't need a cognitive test. Really? It's going to uh, create even more distrust of the medical profession. I know there are great doctors out there. They're outstanding doctors. But there's some bad apples, folks. <laughs> and uh, I'd say the president's doctor is should be ashamed of himself. Now, a real White House physician, Ronnie Jackson, the former White House physician, uh, has said numerous times that uh, this guy needs a, a cognitive test. This guy wouldn't pass a cognitive test, which is why they don't want to give him one, because he wouldn't pass it. <laughs> of course that's why. American people are uh, calling for it, and um, they don't care. So that's where we stand and uh, they're not taking one, and supposedly he passed his uh, physical exam, and uh, that's laying the groundwork for uh, them to run for re-election. All right, my friends, we got a lot to get to. Let's take care of some business. Quick timeout. Uh, Ringside Politics coming your way right here in the airways. Jeff Cruer with you. We'll be right back.
March 23rd, voters in Metairie, Harahan, River Ridge, and most of Kenner will elect a new judge for the 24th Judicial District Court Division D. Jerry Smith is proud to be a candidate in this important election. Jerry has extensive experience litigating both civil and criminal matters. He spent 13 years representing the state of Louisiana as an assistant district attorney, prosecuting some of the region's most violent criminals. Jerry Smith is a lifelong Republican, a Jefferson Parish homeowner for over 20 years, a loving husband and father who has dedicated his time and talents to the community. He is founder of a Hogs for the Cause fundraising team that has raised over $100,000 to assist families battling pediatric brain cancer. Jerry Smith's legal career and professional reputation in the community emulate the values he prioritizes in raising two young boys. Integrity, the value of hard work, and respect for others. For more information, visit jerrysmithforjudge.com. Paid for by the committee to elect Jerry Smith. Are you tired of cookie cutter advertising? Do you want professionals that understand your needs and budgets? If so, let me recommend the Madly Group. It's a marketing agency based in St. Tammany, offering creative services such as branding and copywriting, video and photography, social media strategies, print and digital design, project management, and web design and strategies. They believe that relationships with their clients are just as important as their craftsmanship. And it's no surprise that they have an array of satisfied clients who appreciate the homegrown values of the Madley Group. Their approach is simple. Lots of listening until they fully grasp your vision. Then they put their mind power on it to deliver effective created solutions within your budget and time frame. For more information, check out themadleygroup.com or email them at info at madleygroup.com. The Madley Group, dedicated to delivering stellar work that generates results. The Louisiana Voter Information Project is an educational organization that informs people about the important issues that affect Louisiana. We strive to give voters a bigger voice. Since our founding two years ago, we've held educational forums, informed voters about important legislative issues, and highlighted the critical need for honest elections and honest voter roles. Our next project will focus on the upcoming election for the Jefferson Parish Republican Executive Committee. We will educate voters about the voting history of some candidates and of the committee itself. Is the committee important? You bet. You'd be surprised about how much this committee influences your local government. So stay tuned, learn about the committee, and get ready to vote for committee members in March. It'll be here before you know it. For more information or to get involved, check out lavip.org or email us at info at lavip.org. We are the Louisiana Voter Information Project. Well, it's been established. Ringside politics with a punch doesn't pull any. Let loose and call now 556-9696. Call Jeff Cruer now. All right. We're going to get back to your phone calls and uh, emails. Uh, but uh, in this segment, we are uh, very pleased to have a, a special guest who is uh, joining us. He is a senior advisor to the National Federation of College Republicans. Uh, Chris Johnson joining us here. On the Ringside Politics Program, Chris, how are you, sir? Good morning. Welcome. Just living the dream, man. How are you? <laughs> good deal. Good deal. I know you were at CPAC, and how was yeah. that? Was that fun? Uh, fun is, is one way of putting it. CPAC is, you know, it's it's like the scene from Star Wars where, you know, they're in Mose Eisley and Obi-Wan says, uh, no greater hive of scum and villainy. Uh, but, you know, it was it was a good 
turn out, some folks came out to our uh, CR happy hour to hear from young conservatives. We hosted uh, Congresswoman Kat Kamek, who's herself a young Republican. So yeah. it ended up being really good for us. I uh, got to see, you know, like Nayib Bukele and uh, the Argentinian president. And so it got some uh, international nationalism, which was a lot of fun. Wow. There's some rock stars internationally, and those two are uh, certainly at the top of the list. Uh, so Chris Johnson with the senior advisor for the National Federation of College Republicans. And you guys are, are growing like crazy, uh, the National Federation of College Republicans. It's the largest organization of college Republicans in the nation. Um, kudos on that, Chris. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it shows the natural response to a lot of the kind of insanity that we're seeing from the left on college campuses that people are – looking for somewhere else to express themselves politically that doesn't include, you know, uh, defending Hamas or uh, going after your Jewish uh, co-eds and all that kind of stuff that you're seeing happening on our college campuses. So the CRs are happy to be a respite for that and a safe, a safe place for uh, conservatives to come together to organize, to uh, get back against the extremes of the far left on college campuses and we're really excited to see the continued growth there. Yeah, we need it because college campuses are a cesspool of craziness and groupthink and oh, yeah. uh, woke uh, agendas. So, my gosh, we do need to push back big time. So let's talk about some of the things that are going on and, and how young voters, uh, you know, are viewing them. And maybe we can start at this amazing scene yesterday where both President Joe Biden and President Donald Trump were at the border. So... How do you think young voters are going to be uh, looking at that, Chris? Well, this is, for a lot of young voters, their first election and their first time paying attention to issues like this. And it's a really unique time, especially because this is the first time in, in my recent memory where immigration is the number one issue over the economy with all voters. And this is an issue that young people care about, obviously, as well, because they're worried about, you know, if you live in a big city and you're seeing these inflows of migrants, and you're worried about your safety, you're worried about the potential crime issue, you're worried about all these uh, these things that are downstream from immigration, it becomes a visceral thing. It becomes something you feel. And that's how a lot of young voters think through elections uh, because they don't have the context of having voted a dozen times for a dozen different people. All they know really is Trump versus Biden, and now there's this crisis at the border and so I thought President Trump's speech was incredibly effective. Uh, he, you know, raised the issue, raised the, the alarm bells of how serious this issue was. You know, he's standing in front of a wall with razor wire, you know, showing that this is uh, an issue that, that he's taking seriously. And he's saying exactly right. how young voters feel about this, regardless of the, you know, negotiations on Capitol Hill. You're looking at the guy in charge who's 80-something years old who doesn't seem capable of handling this issue, and you're thinking, that guy's the, the problem. It's not President Trump. It's not Congress. It's Joe Biden. I love how they try to deflect and say, you know, it's Greg Abbott's fault, the governor of Texas. It's Congress's fault, oh, yeah. the House Republicans. It's President Trump's fault. I mean, it's the yeah. media's fault for, you know, talking about the wrong thing. I mean, uh, I, I think uh, it's, it's crazy, and it is. You're right. Uh, the polls that I'm looking at, you know, normally the the rule of thumb is it's the economy, stupid. The pocketbook issues are number one. People are going to be uh, voting their economic interests. But immigration is so bad, uh, the, the issue is uh, top of mind for everyone is now the number one issue, more so than the economy, which is really an amazing situation, Chris. It's, it's mind-blowing. And for 
folks that are you know millennials and Gen Z, a lot of our recent economic memory is coming out of the Great Recession, and that's kind of distant in in our memory. And for a lot of these you know Gen Z you know college kids, they are they don't know what it's like uh, to to go through a recession, and so they aren't thinking as much about the economy as they would have, you know, in 2010, 2011. Uh, and so now we're seeing them look at other issues that just feel a lot more urgent. And, and the border crisis, the border chaos that we're seeing is one of those things that, man, it's hard to look at and not feel a sense of mm-hmm. urgency and worry and concern. So I think Democrats think that the young folks are just going to fall in, fall in line uh, and support them regardless of the chaos at the border. And I'm just here to tell you, we're organizing college Republicans, and the border issue is something that comes up way more often than Democrats realize. And and they need to take Uh, that issue seriously. And and here's a tragic consequence of the open border. You had a young young woman just the other day, uh, Lake and Riley, out for a jog, uh, brutalized, killed, uh, her skull disfigured by an illegal here from Venezuela. And um, that should hit home with a lot of young people, Chris. And it, and, it, and it does. It's a wake-up call. You're watching somebody just go for a run on her college campus, and she's attacked by somebody who should not be in the country. And that automatically raises this issue to a, a level that probably wasn't on top of mind, like I said, with young folks until stuff like this happens. Mm-hmm. And, and it really makes people deeply concerned. And people are really worried that, man, this could happen to me on my college campus. And they're, the worst part is they're not allowed to talk about it. You know, the media says that, you know, this, this person, uh, you know, if you bring up their immigration status, you're demagoguing the issue. You're, you're adding, you're, you're doing stuff that, that's problematic or whatever. College kids see that kind of stuff. And, you know, there are a lot of these kids are really worried about free speech and they see this issue yeah. being quashed and their genuine concerns yeah. not being heard. And they associate that with the left and the Democratic Party. So that's why exactly. you're seeing the PRs continue to engage and grow. Mm-hmm. I was, by the way, first murder on the uh, campus of the University of Georgia in 30 years. So crazy. Just something that uh, is uh, horrific and um, hopefully will be uh, a, a young woman's name that we won't forget, Lake and Riley. Unfortunately, it's uh, never been said by Joe Biden. And uh, oh. he didn't call the uh, family members of uh, Lake and Riley, but uh, President Trump did. So uh, you've got that going on, obviously. Up in Washington, uh, we've got this uh, CR budget agreement uh, that has been cobbled together. Uh, what do you think about that? And are young folks plugged into that issue, sort of uh, the bizarre uh, negotiations going on about uh, the budget? Yeah, I mean, they're thinking about this in the context of sort of the vibes of it, right? That's how a lot of young folks process this kind of stuff. They're not worried about the, the little nuances of the horse trading and negotiations and all the stuff that's happening behind the scenes on Capitol Hill. Uh, Capitol Hill, they're looking at this and thinking, who's going to govern? Who's going to take this issue seriously? Who's going to lead? And I was really glad that Speaker Johnson was able to get a deal done uh, that's actually going to keep the government open because I, I was really worried that we were going to head into an election season with uh, – you know, where the Democrats have chaos on the border, that we were going to be blamed for chaos on Capitol Hill. And it would negate a lot of the wins that we've been having on issues like immigration. And we've got a deal done. I'm sure it's not perfect. I'm sure Speaker Johnson's getting an earful from certain folks on the Hill. Uh, but this is just how you have to get things done. And so I think it's refreshing for younger folks to see, okay, we can get things done. Republicans 
are leading and governing, even with such a slim majority. I mean, we've had so many retirements over the last few weeks. Uh, we're down to a really, really tight margin there. And they're looking at Speaker Johnson and saying, wow, he's actually holding this together and getting stuff done. And they're encouraged by that and they're reassured by that. And so when they're looking at the polls in, 20, in the fall of this year, they're actually in, you know, entertaining the idea of voting for Republicans, maybe for the first time in their life. You know, by the way, it's interesting. Uh, Kamala Harris announced, uh, I think it was yesterday that, uh, or maybe it was two days ago, that the Biden administration is going to be allowing students to get paid through federal work study to register people to vote in an effort right. to, quote unquote, activate them. So <laughs> that's what the Democrats well, are It's going to be really funny why. when that ends up backfiring, when all these kids end up voting for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's right. going to be they're, – they're, they're yeah. really underestimating how much young folks are really tired of Democrats in the left. And I don't know if that uh-huh. sends them into our open arms, but, man, it's, it's making them think twice. And that's something that Democrats haven't had to grapple with in a generation. You know, this is something that's, that's really going to shift especially if Republicans continue to meet young people where they're at on the issues that they care about, whether it's the environment or Israel or free Mm -hmm. speech or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Young, young votes are always a block that the Democrats count on. Right. I mean, it just seems like every election uh, they count on uh, minorities, women, uh, suburban women and, uh, and young voters is like, and the LGBTQ community is, uh, you know, blocks for them to secure victory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's their strategy, right? That uh, yeah. the Democrats assume that these folks will just fall in line, that they'll get out there and vote. And it's, exactly. it's really a different world when the president is, you know, in his 80s, he's shuffling around, you know, he's struggling to read the teleprompter, yeah. all that kind of stuff. It's, it's really just going to resonate with young folks where, you know, they're not hanging out and watching C-SPAN and doing this kind of stuff. <laughs> they see something on Twitter and TikTok and whatever. Uh-huh that shows Biden stumbling over his words and they go, man, I don't know about right. this guy. So Democrats really should be concerned that these folks aren't going to show what up about, the block. Like, or, or, or what about just stumbling? Yeah. I mean, just stumbling or yeah. falling, yeah. Literally, literally. <laughs> I mean, just falling off his bike, falling down the stairs, yeah. falling on stage. I mean, and there's so many times where he's come close, where he's, you know, caught himself before he just, you know, would have fallen, tumbled down some concrete steps or something. I, mean, I don't wish him uh, any kind of problems. No, I just wish that he would get the treatment he needs as opposed to being, uh, you know, masquerading as a president. I think it's just uh, ridiculous. Yep. Finally, yep. And, uh, and, yeah. <laughs> wanted to ask you about what, what's going to happen, you think, with this, um, you know, Speaker Johnson is saying, hey, we've got to uh, fund the border first before we uh, do anything about Ukraine. But there could mm-hmm. be a discharge position uh, petition uh, that'll um, put Ukraine funding first uh, over the border. Mm-hmm. And uh, that might be a possibility, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a real thing that's happening. I mean, Brian Fitzpatrick from Pennsylvania is a quote-unquote moderate, um, which I know uh, means rhino, means all these other kind of things, is working with Democrats to get Ukraine funding. And, you know, I, I know we need to support our allies and that kind of stuff, but it really feels like a missed opportunity to not go back and try and get uh, H.R. 2, which is the, the border bill that House Republicans passed at the beginning of this Congress, not the you know watered-down bipartisan agreement that right. uh, Senator Lankford got together. If we can pass mm-hmm. that first, get some of these border protections in place, 
and then get Ukraine stuff done later, I think that sends a message to, to the American people that not only are we looking for their interests first, we're putting America first, but we're also able to stand with our allies. You know, like it, there's polling from Pew that shows 74% of Americans believe that supporting Ukraine is in our national interest, but they don't want to do that at the expense of our southern border, right? So that's, that's a clear issue where we need to take that opportunity seriously. And on top of that, you know, we need to stop doing stuff that helps Russia, like Biden with his LNG ban, you know, banning exports of liquefied natural gas, where we're basically handing Europe's energy supply over to Russia. And so, like, we've got to stop speaking out of both, uh, both sides of our mouth on this issue. Well, you know, uh, Biden always says, and the Democrats always say, you know, Trump was Putin's puppet and, you know, we were doing everything to help Russia. I mean, there's nobody who's been tougher on Russia than Donald Trump. And, yeah, yeah. banning uh, LNG sales is hurting us, helping Russia. And uh, it hurts us here in Louisiana, that's for sure. And uh, it's nothing Donald Trump would have uh, ever done. So, uh, it's just crazy what's going on, and uh, you know I think uh, the the focus of the American people, and glad to hear it on college Republicans, is our border first. That needs to be taken care of, and, and that mm -hmm. is a true uh, disaster right now. All right, Chris Johnson, a lot of good issues here. Where can people learn more information about the National Federation of College Republicans? Yeah, you can go to uh, Google National Federation of College Republicans. That'll give you all our links. You can follow us on Instagram uh, at CR underscore national. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Um, follow me on Twitter at C Johnson YCCD. Um, you can hear about all the good stuff we're doing, fighting for American energy, fighting uh, for the border, fighting for the Republican Party generally. Uh, you know, college Republicans are the foot soldiers of the GOP, and we continue to try to do that as effectively as we can and make the arguments uh, from a youth perspective. So when we're going out there and talking about the LNG ban, we're talking about how American LNG is cleaner and better for the environment than Russian gas and oil, all that kind of stuff. You don't hear that always from the older folks. Uh, so you can check out all our wares uh, and hear about how we're doing things better in America, that we okay. need to put America first and embrace those yes. kinds of national solutions. You got it. Chris Johnson. Thank you so much. Great to be with you. Senior yeah. advisor for the National Thank Federation you. of College Republicans. Thank you, sir. And uh, a lot of good news there. Uh, thank you, Chris, that uh, I'm excited about as far as uh, maybe young voters giving a wake-up call to uh, Joe Biden and uh, changing expectations. So we're not going to see the same sort of result that we normally do from young voters this time, and that'd be great. Because, uh, you know, what Biden is doing is harming young voters just like he's harming every other uh, group of people. Uh, Donald Trump is arriving uh, for court in Florida, massive demonstration there in front of the courthouse, uh, Trump flags everywhere. Can you imagine Joe Biden going somewhere <laughs> and there being any kind of support for him? I mean, come on, it's just night and day. All right, uh, brief time out. When we come back, the lovely and talented Donna Carol Voss going to be joining us, and then we'll open up our phone lines again. At 504-556-9696, we'll be right back. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm John Burns. Governor Jeff Landry is expected to sign the bill allowing non-felon adults to carry a concealed firearm without a permit, which means training required to receive those permits will no longer be required. 
Here's Colleen Crane. You're responsible for every bullet that comes out of your gun. Owner of concealed carry NOLA Dave Newman hopes gun owners will still seek training to protect themselves from accidents and legal consequences. He says learning to handle a gun safely is vital and knowing self-defense laws is much more complicated than most realize. People think all they got to do is say they're in fear for their life and empty the magazine and it's that simple and you can't tell them when they're in fear for their life. Newman says training under pressure is important because things happen quickly. I'm Colleen A jury in New Orleans yesterday found a man guilty of murder in the shooting death of a handyman last year. 56-year-old Tracy Wright was convicted of second-degree murder in the death of Ferdinand Alexander. Jurors deliberated for more than five hours before returning their verdict. LRN. This is Nancy Landry, your Secretary of State. The Louisiana presidential primary is March 23rd. As a reminder, only registered Democrats and Republicans may vote in their respective parties' primary. All qualified voters, regardless of party, may vote in local elections within their jurisdiction. Register to vote or update your registration in person or by mail by February 21st or online by March 2nd. Visit geauxvote.com for more information. Hi, this is Olivia. (coughs) I'm out sick today. Uh, Could you please (coughs) leave a message after the beep? (coughs) Don't let the flu ruin your work week. Get your annual flu shot at no cost by visiting ldh.la.gov slash fight the flu. Brought to you by the Louisiana Office of Public Health. Do you want to overcome obstacles, thrive, and live a life aligned with your deepest values? Then let me recommend Stewart Life Coaching, led by its dedicated owner, Edwa Stewart. She's committed to empowering individuals to achieve their full potential, lead fulfilling lives. At Stewart Life Coaching, the emphasis is on fostering a positive mindset, resilience, and effective goal setting. Edwa understands today's fast-paced world and challenges, but through one-on-one sessions, her clients are guided to discover their strengths, overcome obstacles, and create meaningful, sustainable change. At Stewart Life Coaching, clients are encouraged to explore their values, aspirations, and personal narratives to unlock their true potential. Stewart Life Coaching provides a personalized navigation system for life, offering support, insights, and strategies to help you navigate your unique path and achieve a fulfilling and purpose-driven life. For more information, contact Edwa at 504-578-0006 or visit edwastewart.com. Ringside Politics with a Punch is looking for a few open minds, but not so open your brains fall out. Call Jeff Cruer at 556-9696 and expose your thoughts. Hey, we're back. In a minute, we'll open up our phone lines again at uh, 504-556-9696. We'd love to hear from you. We'll get to your emails at jeff at wgso.com. Joining us right now, uh, blogger, commentator, author, website publisher, someone who is a veteran of the Tucker Carlson show and also International Dateline, research extraordinaire, the talented and lovely Ms. Donna Carol Voss joining us here on the airwaves. Hey, Ms. Donna, how you doing? Good morning. Welcome. Good morning to you. Uh, and how's your Friday going? So far, so good. So far, so <laughs> good. Good. Uh, well, uh, you know, you're in the great state of Utah, and uh, I'm sure in Utah you've seen uh, the effects of the open border. Have you not? 
Right. Well, did, I'm sure you're talking about that story of the illegal immigrant who was raping the 11-year-old for, quote-unquote, 20 to 30 minutes while her mother was out. Mm-hmm. Did you read about that? Yeah. I, a little bit, but tell us more. Tell us more. Well, I mean, I was just reading about it again this morning. So the mother left. The girl had met the guy at a soccer game, I guess, and they started corresponding online. And then uh, he came to her house to have sex with her. But, you know, they found a fake Social Security card in his wallet, which he admitted was fake. And, you know, he was very up, very forthcoming with all of the information. Just, oh, he thought, you know, he didn't know she was 11. He thought she was 13 or 14, you know. But... It's just, uh, you know, it's like um, teenagers who are never told no. They just do whatever they want. They get away with everything. You know, what can't an illegal immigrant get away with, truthfully? So how old was this uh, individual? The the, the victim was 11, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, he was like 26, the guy. But I will say this about Utah. I know. They... um, they do place a call to ICE whenever there's an illegal immigrant in jail. So at least we do cooperate. Mm-hmm. So we're not a sanctuary state here. No. Yeah. No. Uh, well, no. here in Kenner, right outside of New Orleans, we had a Honduran illegal who raped a 14-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. And then went on a stab, yeah, stabbing spree, stabbing a, a man in the face uh, before he was finally uh, apprehended. And police chief was on this program complaining about the fact that they have uh, illegals that they have no records of. They have no way to uh, identify them. There's nothing in the database right. about them because uh, right. they're here illegally. <laughs> so right. we've got it. Yeah, we've got a horrible issue, of course, uh, the, the tragedy of Lake and Riley, a uh, young girl in Augusta, uh, Augusta University in Athens, Georgia, who was on the UGA campus uh, jogging, uh, killed uh, by a 26-year-old uh, Venezuelan illegal. And mm-hmm. uh, it looks to me like Venezuela is just emptying their jails, Miss Donna, just emptying them. Well... I I don't know who it was. Was it the police chief or the mayor who stood there about Lake and Riley talking about how it was Trump's fault because he'd said bad things about people born in foreign countries? I know you would know who it was. But, I mean, ridiculous as that was, what is the connection between whatever Trump said and an illegal immigrant killing an American? I'm sorry. I mean, doesn't that just prove Trump's point if he was saying that? Right. Right. Exactly. Uh and, and Trump made this an issue the day he came down the escalator, the day he decided mm-hmm. to run for president the first right. time. He focused on the, right. the open border. Right. And he was criticized for it. You know, what are you doing talking about the border? That's not a problem. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, now American people realize it. But since then, I mean, millions and millions of folks have come in here uh, illegally, and we got a massive problem across the country. Uh, yeah, the guy who said that, I think, was the mayor of uh, Athens, Georgia, and he had people yelling at him uh, right. you know, and Good. Uh, calling him a liar. All right. So the, the citizens of that community are upset, I'll tell you that. Well, you know, thanks to Greg Abbott and somewhat to Ron DeSantis, uh, the whole country is feeling the pain. I mean, it was so easy when it was just the literal geographic border states. But now, I mean— People in Chicago, people in New York, you know, um, illegal immigrants attacking police officers, stabbing each other, hurting each other. I mean, it's just, 
I'm, I'm grateful to Greg uh, Abbott for bringing this to everyone else's doorstep that it, 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 mm-hmm. it forces, you know, a response, which has right. just been, been, it's been able to be ignored, but for the poor people along the border forever. I know four border states have now turned into 50 border states. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we all uh, are feeling it. And yeah, Greg Abbott uh, did send these uh, folks all over the country, and, and that's where they want to go. I mean, he doesn't force people to go to New York City. It's where right. they want to go. You know, right. you see these reporters down at the border uh, interviewing these folks. Where are you going? Philadelphia, Chicago, New York. They know those are sanctuary cities, uh, Donna. Well, wouldn't you love to be asked by someone, where would you like to go? Let's get you a free ticket. Right. <laughs> exactly. How can we accommodate your needs? Uh, yes. Whoop, whoop, whoop. What are your can dietary we put 10, requirements? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Right. Can we put ten thousand on your uh, card? I mean, is the you know uh, Four Seasons okay as far as accommodations? Yeah. I mean, phone. What else? What else can we yeah. do for you? <laughs> right. Right. An Obama phone. And uh, by the way, if you happen to be an elderly person in one of those uh, you know buildings, your your butt's gone. You're kicked out. So we can accommodate these folks, and uh, yeah, people are, are getting upset by it, and you know they're they're realizing what's going on, and they know that's part of the Democrat plan, and I think it's backfiring to some extent on them, Donna. Well, I was watching a New York City councilwoman this morning talking about how no, we don't want to change the sanctuary city rules. I mean, Mayor Eric Adams still wants them to be a sanctuary city, still wants to provide services to migrants. He just wants to be able to let ICE know when an illegal immigrant is in jail. And even that is too much for this city councilwoman in New York City. And I just think, how how shameful that the city council is responsible for safeguarding the well-being of New York City. And look what they're doing. They, I mean, they don't even want to have the, the ICE aware that there is, you know, a felon or a potential murderer or an accused murderer or rapist in jail. Like, so extreme. Yeah. So, you know, while all our focus is on the southern border, do you know our northern border is being uh, invaded as well? Uh, They're pouring in through the uh, northern border also. Some Chinese nationals uh, just arrested uh, at the main border. And uh, it looks like they're they're hitting uh, historic highs as far as the uh, northern border goes. Uh, As it turns out, uh, they're crossing the U.S. border with Canada at historically high numbers. I mean, we're not talking about the same numbers uh, as the southern Mm -hmm. border, but higher numbers uh, than ever. So I don't know. That's uh, another concern uh, that, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we've got both borders we need to Mm -hmm. protect. Right. Right. Yeah. And what are these Chinese nationals coming here for? Same thing everybody else is coming here for, just to get in and, you know, get stuff for themselves and wreak havoc on everybody else. I mean, if you have many of, illegally... How many of these folks do you think might be uh, spies for the uh, communist Chinese? Well, I would say, like, all of them, maybe. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I certainly agree that there's a heck of a lot of them. Donna Carol Voss with us, Jeff Cruer here. Our talk line, 504-556-9696. President Trump is appealing an Illinois judge's decision to remove him from the ballot. Uh, this is the latest case of uh, election interference. You know, they've got the court cases, the civil cases, 
And now they've got the ballot challenges. And this is, I think, the third state that he has been, quote unquote, removed from. So it goes on, Donna. Right. And then there's Chris Hayes on MSNBC railing against the Supreme Court for taking up the immunity case and taking democracy out of the hands of the people. You know, and 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 but at the same time, Illinois is taking Trump off the ballot, which I think is taking democracy out of the hands of the people. Bingo. Yes, indeed. <laughs> exactly right. All right. Hang on. A lot to get to you. Donna Caravos with us. Jeff Career here. Our talk line 504-556-9696. Open line on the program. Let's take care of some business. We'll be right back. battle with mosquitoes outside your house stop smacking yourself in the face call mosquito joe whether it's playing ball with the kids or cooking out mosquito joe treatments allow you to enjoy your yard without the nuisance of pesky mosquitoes ticks and fleas no more itching and scratching and no more wasting time on smelly products that don't work visit mosquitojoe.com or call 504-208-2361 for more information and a free quote with mosquito joe outside is fun again If you need storage, there's no place safer or more convenient than Clearview Mini Storage. It's locally owned and operated, open seven days a week, 6.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. You can get storage units of all sizes for every need, and they have the best prices in Metairie guaranteed. It's monitored 24-7, and for a second floor unit, your first month is free. Contact my friend Tony at 455-2759, that's 455-2759, or learn more at clearviewministorage.com. Tragically, countless lives and souls have been lost through the chastisements plaguing the world, from which Our Lady could have spared us. The world continues to build up a tremendous debt, not just financially, but above all morally, provoking the justice of God, and there will be a terrible price to pay for it if we do not invoke Our Lady in the precise way shown to us by heaven, to intervene on our behalf with the inestimable merits of her Immaculate Heart. Learn the truth at Fatima.org. For over 30 years, the Monumental Task Committee has cleaned, restored, and repaired all monuments and statues in the New Orleans area. Dedicated to historic preservation, this volunteer-based nonprofit organization receives no government or taxpayer money. Please consider preserving Louisiana history by making a tax-deductible donation through the website at monumentaltask.org. That's monumentaltask.org. Very soon, you will be able to carry a defensive firearm in your pocket or purse without a permit in Louisiana. What should that firearm be? Can you protect yourself with a small 22 or 32 with almost no recoil? What about a 380? How is it different from a 38? The Home Defense Foundation will be holding free classes on these and many other carry-related topics in the coming year. To learn about all the classes, get on our mailing list at hdfnola.org. Learn how you can use a small self-defense pistol. Go to hdfnola.org and come to one of our free classes. Everything is free. Ammo, targets, range instruction hdfnola.org ringside politics with a punch we're not mind readers but we can sure answer the phone call us now on 556-9696 
Ringside Politics and Jeff Cruer. Call us now. Ms. Donna Carol Voss with us, Jeff Career here, and uh, got all kinds of other issues to get to, but let's start squeezing in some of these calls at 504-556-9696. Our friend Matt Yu in Homa is with us. Uh, good morning, sir. Welcome. How are you? Good morning. Uh, Jeff, have you ever watched any of those videos that I recommend from China Observer? I, yeah, I have some, yeah, I think it's China well, Uncensored, I uh, thought, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, well, according to Chris Chappell of China Uncensored, the, we owe the Chinese $700 billion. Uh, they have $700 billion in U.S. treasuries. Uh, the Japanese actually have the most. I don't think the Japanese are especially hostile right now, and they don't have the manpower to be especially hostile, even if... They want it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, right now in China, it looks like their economy is falling apart. The question is: is are they just doing that to appear weak, or do they have real economic issues? I think they have real economic issues, and they're not just spoofing us like they did with COVID, trying to make COVID appear more deadly than it actually was. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> But I could be wrong. I will be the first one to admit that. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know, they've been able to prop up communism over all these years through uh, their economic deals with the U.S., with sprinkling in some capitalism and stealing, uh, well, stealing our uh, intellectual secrets and uh, all the other nefarious things they've been doing. And, oh, yeah, but they've gotten worse. Now, if you, are them up. A foreign, biz- if you are a mm-hmm. foreign business doing business in China... The CCP will install an actual party apparatchik to control your business. Mm-hmm. Any business that goes under in China, any private enterprise that goes under in China, the government has the option of taking it over. So they're heading, they're moving away from market fascism to basically uh, communism once again. Yeah, and straight, straight old communism, right? Mm-hmm. Exports yeah. overseas to countries overseas have fallen off a cliff. And the quality of the crap coming from China is just like non-existent now. Right. It was barely there before, but now it's really bad. But Well, so the we know is, traditional communist the, systems do not work. I mean, the economies do not work. I mean, better example cannot be found in the Soviet Union. I mean, we got that, them into oblivion. So, is that the black swan event China collapsing, or at least the CCP collapsing, that will cause uh, Emperor Joe Biden to declare that the election has to be postponed. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, there are all kinds of possibilities. Let me get Donna in on this. Thank you, sir. Matthew in Homa. Uh, yeah, China's struggling, but I don't know. I don't think it's going to be collapsing before the election. And if it is going to be postponed, I don't think that's going to be the reason. Uh, Donna Carol Voss, I'm doing a web poll on my site, crewair.net, and asking you know, who people think is going to win the 2024 election. And one of the uh, uh, possibilities is, do you even think we're going to have a 2024 election? Do you think it could be canceled? So far, the vast majority of people think we're going to have the election. Uh, your thoughts? I do. I do. I mean, I, I'm waiting for them to cancel the State of the Union address. 
I don't see how President Biden could possibly get through that. I expect them to say that uh, it would be more effective to put out just short um, clips of him addressing various issues so that he can be on site with the people as he addresses these issues. Or there's going to be, I mean, there's got to be something. How could they possibly, you know, since he doesn't need a cognitive test, uh, perhaps he can't do the State of the Union either. I, wasn't that the most amazing thing? So this so-called doctor uh, says, you know, he's in great physical condition and says he doesn't need a cognitive test, supposedly, uh, that he passes a cognitive test, Donna, every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a very low bar. I mean, there will be lots of people in memory centers across the country who will be glad to hear that. I mean, that's amazing. I mean, all I'm thinking is that this just lowers my faith in doctors. I mean, to have this doctor saying this kind of thing, we all see that that's crap. Donna, we see well, you it. know, we see it you, you can watch this can guy per- every day. Right. You can buy an expert witness in court to say anything you want them to say. Right. So I guess you can buy a doctor to say anything you want them to say also. But uh, it's it's I just Sad. I keep going back to Jill Biden. And I heard Megyn Kelly the other day talking about how she thinks the true evil one is Jill Biden, that she, Megyn Kelly, you know, would never let her husband get to this point, nor would he allow her. And it's just so true. It's, she she just leaves him out there to be shredded. And I mean, you think about this, no no matter what else is going on, having to interact with the public, that is stressful, right? For, you know, almost, almost, he's almost 82, 84, whatever the heck, 82, I think. Um, 81. 81 going on 99. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it, 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 it's shortening his life. I mean, doesn't she want him to have quality of life at the end of his life? It's just so No, diabolical. no, no. She just wants to be. No, 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 no. <laughs> she doesn't give a crap well, about she, him. She just know, wants the, yeah, the, apparently. the glory, the, the, bur- the well, you know what? And, and, and really, it's, it's probably turnabout is fair play because you have to wonder, you know, didn't he get sworn in over the hospital beds of his young children after his wife and daughter were killed? I mean, wasn't he supposed to be sworn in as a senator right then? And so he did it in their hospital room. Like, such an opportunist. And he's probably been using his family this whole time. She's like, well, you know what? Right back at you. Don Carol Voss with us. Jeff Career here. It is Ringstone on the Airways on WGSO, 990 AM, WGSO.com. Speaking of family, Hunter Biden uh, had his uh, deposition this <sighs> week. Uh, transcripts were released. Did you get a chance to check out any of that, Don? Uh, I did, and I heard the clip where he was answering uh, about, you know, how much money he made at Brisbane and other places, and he says, I don't have to open the kimono to show you anything. Like, what a jerk. I mean, just, oh. <laughs> right. I don't have to open the kimono. I've never heard that before. Yeah. I'm going to make, yeah. I'm going to find a way to use that today. Yeah. He said that before, I think, uh, mm. in some interview. I think I heard him say, yeah, he's just, uh, he's a chip off the old block, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, it's just ridiculous mm. that he was drunk out of his mind when he wrote that very composed, very laser-focused WhatsApp message to Zhao. He he sent it to the wrong Zhao, really. I mean, it just says whatever, and he expects to be, to just skate free. Yeah, 
and uh, he sent it to the wrong one, yet he still got the money somehow. Yeah, how, yeah. How did he respond so quickly? You know, <laughs> right. I, I send a text to the wrong Jeff Carrere, and you call me immediately. Wow, how does that work? <laughs> right, I know. Yeah, well, I guess if you're a Biden, things just happen for you. Things just yep, magically fall your way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also this week, of course, uh, the old crow, the turtle, uh, decided to uh, hang it up. Uh, mm-hmm. But he's still going to be with us through the end of his term, and he's still going to be a uh, Senate Minority Leader through January. So can't celebrate yet, but uh, at least when President Trump wins re-election, we're not going to deal with him as Senate Majority Leader, thankfully. Well, you know, he has come forward and said, and essentially, you know, so many words, I'm too old to do this job anymore. Nancy Pelosi, same thing. I'm too old to do this job anymore. They're about the same age as Joe Biden, and he's just completely oblivious you know just oh i mm-hmm. i don't need a cognitive test my aides can barely keep up with me well well i love the one from corinne jean pierre he does more in one hour than most people do in a whole day she is she should be taken out <laughs> and you know pistol whipped or oh sla- you know slapped with a wet noodle or something she you know i just i want to take her and, sh- and shake her mm-hmm yeah, she is uh, perfect for Biden. I mean, quite a quite a coupling mm-hmm. there. But mm-hmm. and uh, of course, the one who was the uh, first press secretary was also another butte, uh, Jen Psaki. Uh, All right, oh, we're up against it. We got to roll to a break. Hang on, we'll be right back. Tune in radio app wgso.com on the AM dial at nine ninety. We are WGSO New Orleans. USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. Congress is greenlighting a temporary funding measure to prevent a partial government shutdown this upcoming weekend. The bill will extend two government funding deadlines to March 8th and March 22nd, granting lawmakers additional time to reach consensus on appropriations bills in Washington. Inflation is on the rise. USA's John Schaefer with the numbers. The most recent inflation report indicates a four-tenth of a percent increase for January, aligning with forecasts. The Federal Reserve is deliberating on whether to initiate interest rate reductions. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell stated last month that he aims to observe further positive data before considering interest rate cuts. There could be major windswept storms, maybe sandstorms, through the early part of this weekend in parts of the Rocky Mountain Desert in the U.S. The National Weather Service calling for Saturday winds in Nevada and Utah to hit 60 miles per hour or more. Forecasters calling for localized wind bursts of hurricane strength in some places on Saturday. There are also blizzard and winter weather warnings in much of the mountainous regions nearby. At the same time, a wildfire continues raging out of control in Texas. It has recently become the largest ever in that state's history. A federal judge is issuing a temporary halt to a recent Texas law permitting local law enforcement to arrest individuals they suspect of illegally crossing the southern border. The Justice Department, along with the ACLU, filed a lawsuit arguing that only the federal government holds authority to enforce immigration laws. Disagreeing with Governor Abbott's assertions characterizing the influx of illegal immigration as an invasion, the judge's decision blocks the law from taking effect next week. Texas is anticipated to appeal the judge's ruling. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News. 
Off and on rains overnight have been heavy in a few spots. So an isolated spot or two could have a flooded street. Otherwise, the rains will taper off going into the afternoon today. Spotty activity by later on and overnight. And that's going to be the general trend of rain activity over the weekend. After a chilly start, though, today, up to 70. Slim chance tonight with morning lows near 60 or some 50s. Partly cloudy tomorrow and Sunday afternoons. Slight chance each day with highs of low to mid-70s. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. Sleepers, stay cabs, dump and service trucks, flatbeds, buses, trailers, boats, RVs, farm tractors, pickups, autos, and more. The two-day spring public auction... Accepting your consignments, too, at Henderson Auctions in Livingston, Louisiana. Thursday, March 14th, Friday, March 15th, 9 a.m. Preview Wednesday, March 13th, 9 to 4. Register now at HendersonAuctions.com. Business license number AB-459. Hey folks, it's Jeff Cruer. Let me tell you about a company I trust, Eagle Security Systems. They've been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. They provide residential and commercial security and fire systems. They install surveillance camera systems and provide 24-hour alarm monitoring by their central station. Eagle Security Systems can offer cellular interactive service, which allows you, the customer, to control your system from a smart device anywhere. They can take over any existing alarm system and provide cable TV and internet wiring for your home or business. So you're tired of just being a number? Do you want to experience personal service? Then you need to call Eagle Security Systems 504-340-1414 or check out their website eaglesecuritynola.com I trust Eagle Security and you should too and let them protect your home and business with the eyes of an eagle. If you're looking for a great restaurant in Metairie, there's nothing better than Quarter View Restaurant, 613 Clearview Parkway, the home of politics with a punch. They have delicious New Orleans seafood and appetizers, signature sandwiches, and delicious po'boys. The pasta dishes are out of this world, and the desserts are amazing. For more info, check out facebook.com slash quarterview or call 504-887-3456. So we'll see you at the Quarter View. Delicious dining, great atmosphere, and family-owned and operated. It's Jeff Cruer. After 21 years on the air and 21,000 interesting guests, I'm still fired up every day to host the Ringside Politics program. I take on all sides, take on the mainstream news media, the deep state, those who want to destroy our country. If you support this fight, I'd love for you to come on board as a sponsor of our show. You can reach our great audience and help sustain a program that will never be part of the liberal media. To participate, contact me at jeff at wgso.com. Thanks for your support. The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio, LLC. Nothing to do to save his life, call his wife in. Nothing to say, but what a day, how's your boy been? Nothing to do, it's up to you. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. Good morning, and welcome to another edition of Ringside Politics with a Punch, and your host, Jeff Couler. 
well past 25 years of broadcast experience under his conservative belt, and still packing a punch. He's the host of Ringside Politics with a Punch, writes for townhall.com, and has a new book, America's Last Chance. Jeff also has his own YouTube channel. But even with all that going on, he hasn't forgotten his listeners. The ones who opine every day right here on WGSO. Call Jeff Guerre right now at 556-9696. Go to a show, you hope she goes. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. Good morning, good And we're back. Hour number three kicking off our second half. And uh, we're so glad you're with us. Uh, Let's say hello to our friends who are joining us uh, on the dial at 990 AM, online at WGSO.com on the Mixer app. You can download from the Google Play Store, the Apple App Store, and it's free, ad-free, great way to listen. And our friends on Facebook streaming live at Central City News and Ringside Politics. Hello to uh, all so we're going to be uh, taking some phone calls uh, right now and uh, getting into uh, your emails. It's Jeff at WGSO.com and the talk line 504-556-9696. Every day in the program, we have a ringside all-star who joins us, author, blogger, columnist, commentator, Donna Carol Voss with us on Fridays. And um, Donna, any comments before we uh, take some more calls? Are we going to talk about Fonnie Willis? <laughs> Uh, sure. Um, yeah, let's talk about her. What do you make of uh, the latest developments there? Uh, oh my funny. gosh! It's not. It's not Fanny. It's Fanny. Fanny. I believe it is. I believe it is Fanny, and I. I have funny. no problem calling her by the right name. That that is that is the least of my concerns. What I love yeah. is the uh, gentleman on the stand who thought he was just feeding, you know, Nathan Wade's ex business partner, feeding the. Um, um, I guess in this case, are they prosecutors or defense attorneys? I get confused. Anyway, uh, the female attorney who's just reading him his texts in court, he's like, well, I don't, I don't recall. I mean, and then he was so detailed and so specific in the text. And now he's just like, well, I, I don't know. You know, I was probably just speculating. I mean, talk about getting caught with your hand in the cookie jar. You know, he never intended, nor did she, to have to expose himself. Uh, but there he is for the world to see. And it's just, I mean, to think the poor people of Fulton County were stuck with these folks, especially her, as their DA. I mean, one of the stupidest people ever. Just dumb <laughs> as a, a box of rocks. Uh, and, of course, nefarious, too. Uh, and yeah. they've been trying to get Trump and, and what they've been coordinating with the Biden White House, right? I mean, uh, it seems pretty obvious. Uh, so... I'm hoping this case is going to be over uh, today. Oh. I think they're their they're final arguments today, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. right? Well, isn't it so fascinating how no matter what, Trump just pulls a rabbit out of a hat time after time after time. He does. <laughs> he does. Uh, yeah. And uh, I think it's great because when, every time they think they've got him, they've got him. I they've know. got him now. <laughs> but, uh, they don't have him. I know. I know. Right. It's making them insane. Yeah, it is. Uh, all right, let's get to some of these calls. Uh, our fired-up friend, Cajun whistleblowing, patriotic, pro-life, buccaneer, Phil from Jefferson is with us. Uh, how are you, sir? Good morning and welcome. I have great blessing. So are you. Home screen. Good and godly morning, pro-life, whistleblowing, parents, patriots, pet owners, police, military, mama bears and papa bears, 
cowboys and cowgirls. Illegal immigrant crime is currently skyrocketing all across America, and so is domestic terrorist crimes. Let me say that again. Illegal immigrant crime is currently skyrocketing all across America, and so is domestic terrorist crimes. Our families, friends, and even our children are being robbed, raped, stabbed, and even murdered here in America by burning, looting, murdering, Antifa illegal alien activist terrorists. We, the people of the United States of America, have the right to preserve, protect, and defend our families, friends, and businesses. We must send our United States Marines, our United States Army, and National Guard to the border now. Stop this invasion now. The whistleblower. You know, uh, to follow up on what the whistleblower said, I think uh, one of the things about Texas is that uh, the governor really has put in a lot of the National Guard at the border. Uh, we've helped them with some of our National Guard. Other states have uh, helped. And I think that has turned things around for Texas. So, you know, the illegal uh, sort of uh, invasion now is coming from Arizona, New Mexico, and especially California. Texas is in better shape than it was. And you know, the governor uh, has been working hard on that and finally, I think, has made some progress, Donna. I agree, and it shows that the other states could do the same or the federal government could do the same. But until right. they all do the same, it's just going to shunt the problem in different directions. Right. Very true. Uh, let's keep it rolling. Now, this uh, great friend of the program is right there near the border of Louisiana and Texas. From the great city of Lake Charles, Louisiana, our friend Miss Kathy with us here this morning. Uh, how are you? Good morning. Welcome. Oh, good morning, everybody. I just, um, just bear with me. I just lost a good friend this morning. She's oh. a next door neighbor. Oh, and, I'm so sorry. Um, I was waiting on the phone to talk to you guys and uh -huh. earlier, and... When I heard wailing outside my my window, and I was wondering what's going on, I thought some of us heard. It was her family. You know, her son found her unresponsive mm. next door. So sorry. So sorry. Uh, so was she elderly, uh, Kathy? No, was she no. Sick? She was only forty-eight. What? Forty-eight? Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Mm. She was there when I lost my boyfriend to cancer three years ago. So wow. You know, that close and. And, uh, She's a young, 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 young woman. That's yeah. so, so tragic. Sorry. And I'm trying so to get sorry. some more information about it, but they got the coroner here, yeah. and they and they just took yeah. the funeral, just took her body. Mm. And I saw her for the last time and yesterday. Um, mm. She was in good spirits, and we were high-fiving each other. And Wow. It just tells you that, you know, we're not guaranteed tomorrow. Right. Not. Yeah. And... Right. We have to live each each day the best we can, and along the way, tell the people yes. that you're close to, that you respect them and that you you love them. And I remember that was one of the things I I said last to her. Her name was Joni. I told her I loved her. Oh well, that's great that uh, you were able to tell that to her. You didn't know that was going to be your last conversation with her. You didn't know. Right. But, and now I'm speaking with you guys, and I kind of consider you family. And, oh, well, thanks. Thank you. And you're a part of our team. We appreciate everything you do, and we're, we're grieving with you. And uh, my condolences to, to you and all of our friends and our family. Sorry, Miss Kathy. And um, 
That's, uh, that's tragic news. But you know what? Um, I'm seeing a lot of people, and I don't know if I'm conspiratorial or not, but seemingly a lot of people younger uh, that are passing that shouldn't be. And, I know. Uh, I noticed that, too. A lot I of times that. I wonder, you know, did these people take the vaccine? Was there uh, some sort of a connection? And, I uh, think uh, for, I, she told me she did. She did? Yeah, only one mm. time. Yeah. Well, I don't. Yeah, who knows? But um, that's certainly uh, something that I think has been a factor in some of these. I'm not saying all. Obviously, there are different reasons people pass, but I certainly think that uh, it can be a factor in some that we've heard. So, anyway, I am uh, sorry for you, and uh, we'll keep you in uh, our prayers this weekend. And um, thank you for, for calling in, sharing that with us, uh, Miss Kathy. We're going to take a break thank now, but good to hear there, from you. Yes, my of course. To you of and Miss Mimi, and also our lovely okay. Miss Patty. She's yes. a doll. Yes, thank you so much. God bless All right. you guys. Take care. Take care, my dear. All right. We'll take a brief time out. Uh, yes. And come back with more. Uh, Donna Caravos with us. Jeff Career here. Our talk line 504-556-9696. We'll be right back. of cookie cutter advertising? Do you want professionals that understand your needs and budgets? If so, let me recommend the Madly Group. It's a marketing agency based in St. Tammany, offering creative services such as branding and copywriting, video and photography, social media strategies, print and digital design, project management, and web design and strategies. They believe that relationships with their clients are just as important as their craftsmanship. And it's no surprise that they have an array of satisfied clients who appreciate the homegrown values of the Madly Group. Their approach is simple. Lots of listening until they fully grasp your vision. Then they put their mind power on it to deliver effective creative solutions within your budget and time frame. For more information, check out themadlygroup.com or email them at info at madlygroup.com. The Madly Group, dedicated to delivering stellar work that generates results. Hey, it's Jeff Cruer. Is it time to renew your license? The DMV is slow, but Quick Notary is fast. Quick Notary can renew your license fast. So don't waste your time. Save yourself the hassle. Come to Quick Notary for all your DMV services today. They're in Metairie at 1035 Veterans Boulevard, corner West William David. Their other services include vehicle registration renewal, vehicle title transfer, notarizing affidavits or bill of sales, power of attorney, donations, and even wills. You can even get your new license plate issued right on the spot. And don't wait for the rush. At Quick Notary, you can get your nationally mandated real ID. They're open until 5.30 p.m. during the week and 4 p.m. on Saturday. For more information, dial 504-598-5666. That's 504-598-5666. Or visit them on Facebook. That's Quick Notary. That's Q-U-I-K Notary. For all your notary services, there's no one quicker or better than Quick Notary. I guarantee. Guarantee it. 
The Louisiana Voter Information Project is an educational organization that informs people about the important issues that affect Louisiana. We strive to give voters a bigger voice. Since our founding two years ago, we've held educational forums, informed voters about important legislative issues, and highlighted the critical need for honest elections and honest voter rolls. Our next project will focus on the upcoming election for the Jefferson Parish Republican Executive Committee. We will educate voters about the voting history of some candidates and of the committee itself. Is the committee important? You bet. You'd be surprised about how much this committee influences your local government. So stay tuned, learn about the committee, and get ready to vote for committee members in March. It'll be here before you know it. For more information or to get involved, check out lavip.org or email us at info at lavip.org. We are the Louisiana Voter Information project. Remember, nothing lasts forever except maybe a seat in Congress or a judgeship or taxes or felony convictions and therein lies the problem. But the only convictions we care about here at Ringside are yours. Your host, Jeff Couer, has 20 years of listening and speaking up for our side and he has the record to prove it. Prove you care now by calling Jeff Couer at 556-9696. Hey, uh, we're back. Donna Carl Voss with us. Jeff Cruer here. We're cruising through an open line. And uh, Donna, let's get back to it. And uh, we say hello to Bill joining us in Gentilly. Hey, Bill, good morning and welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, several quick uh, statements and then a question. Uh, you brought up, uh, Miss Carroll brought up the. Uh, medical examination of uh, of Biden, and uh, you all are amazed that the gentleman had to say what he said. Uh, do you recall that uh, Trump's doctor indicated that he would probably live to be 200 years old if, if he uh, took care of himself better? <laughs> uh, you, uh, I, I think that was... I think that was his uh, doctor uh, friend in New York. That wasn't the White House physician who said that. That wasn't Ronnie Jackson who said that. I do believe it was. I don't think so. Well, anyway. uh, Uh, Ronnie Jackson uh, was his White House physician. He was also the physician for George W. Bush and uh, Barack Obama. And Ronnie Jackson is the one who says uh, Joe Biden needs a mental competency test, the former White House physician. So not me, it's right. Ronnie Jackson saying that. No, you, those things are never mentioned, just like uh, when you state that Trump indicates that he said go peacefully and so forth. That was after the activity, after the, the destruction. Prior to that, no, it, it, it gone after that was during like his hell. speech. I mean, there, there were people that were the left before his speech, or people didn't even go to his speech, went to the Capitol. But he said during that speech on January 6th, peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. He said that. He didn't say destroy. Did he I, say I destroy the Capitol, uh, Bill? Did, did, did he say overthrow the government? Did he say harm anybody? No. He said, fight like hell. What, what else do you mean? What else do you think he was indicating? You know, anyway, you know what uh, Democrats say all the time? Fight like hell. They say that phrase all the time, Bill. Fight meaning okay. in the ballot box. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Last but not least, uh, are you chaps going to go through the rest of your adult life and voting, and when your particular candidate doesn't win wherever in the country, are you just going to scream, uh, cheated? <laughs> like Rob? Hillary? Like Hillary? Hillary has never accepted her loss to Donald Trump. You, you mean like her? Or Stacey Abrams. Or Stacey Abrams? Or how about all the people that challenged uh, Trump's election? Or how about all the Democrats who challenged George W. Bush's election? They've been challenging elections ever since Republicans started winning. So, in other words, if you're adult voting life saying it, things which uh, it was stolen. I'm, uh, wow. I'm not going to say it when I think someone legitimately loses. I think Barack Obama legitimately beats. John McCain. I never said uh, Obama didn't, didn't come win. Up until after uh, Trump lost the 2020. Right, because I, I think it was stolen from him. I think we've documented how it was. But I think Trump beat Hillary, but Hillary says it was stolen. Well, uh, maybe you, you mention can help, that, uh, uh, Bill? Are you mad at Hillary? Are you mad at Hillary? Okay. All right, sir. Let me get Don in on this. Thank you for your call. That's Bill in uh, Gentilly. Um Donna, your thoughts, your, your, your response. Well, in Bill's defense, I did just uh, do quick research, and, and Ronnie Jackson did say, I told the president if he had a healthier diet over the last 20 years, he might live to be 200. So on that point, check. On the other point, okay. I just noticed that when you gave Bill all the refutation, uh, or at least the counter evidence that the Democrats constantly deny elections. All he did was repeat his point that for our adult lives, we're going to spend the, the time. So it's interesting that he doesn't really have, doesn't appear to have, you know, a, a, a cogent response to the evidence you provided. It's just, you know, dismissing us because we, we don't think, you know, Trump, uh, uh, Trump legitimately lost. I just find mm -hmm. that interesting. Speaking of Ronnie Jackson, now there was another doctor, the President Trump's doctor in New York, who said some incredible things about his health that uh, were over the top. And I do remember that. Uh, I'm surprised Ronnie Jackson would have said he's going to live to 200. But he did give uh, President Trump a cognitive test. Mm -hmm. And uh, President Trump did uh, take that and pass it. And that was part of his exam. And now we've got a physician who did not do that with Joe Biden. Joe Biden's the oldest president ever. Wouldn't you think that would be part of any kind of exam done of uh, a president, Donna? Well, look for that to become legislation in the near future, that it will become mandatory. But, you know, you look at the Biden administration and um, Smirnoff now, you know, the one who said that uh, Hunter and President Biden accepted money, uh, bribe money. He's now in jail. You know, President Trump is being persecuted, prosecuted all over the country. It, it, you know, I, I guess this doctor just wants to go on living. So he said whatever they want him to say. Five zero four five five six nine six nine six, And uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't think the guy's got any reputation, but we'll see. 81-year-old uh, doesn't need a cognitive test because he passes one every day. I think he fails one every day, every time he stumbles and mumbles <laughs> uh, through a speech. All right, let's get some words of wisdom for our good friend up in the woods, up in the north, way in the northern reaches of uh, St. Tammany Parish, our friend in the country, Brother Steve, with us this morning. Hey, brother, how are you? Good morning and welcome. I'm doing excellent, Brother Jeff. Commissioner <laughs> of Conservative Conversation, how are you? Very good, my friend, very good. Thank you, sir. 
And the lovely Miss Donna, who has a woman and a mother, she is full of great reason. And as someone who gives us her opinions and conservative views, she puts fear into the other side that always commits treason. (laughs) And her intelligence and her beauty are Always in season. How are you, Miss <laughs> uh, Better now, Brother Steve. Good job, Brother Steve. Yeah. First thing I want to do is I want to congratulate Jeff. The Jefferson Parish is getting an EV battery business over in mm. Wagman at Jefferson Parish. It's there. there we go. There's another wow. one. Orleans, Jefferson, everything else. And guess what? We're going to vote on the 23rd of March for the primary with the same voting machines and rolls of voters. Mm, mm, mm. But we're going to be headed to the future through our universities, which sent out the thing to the whole state that the final thing between Tulane and LSU, it's the first time they ever agreed what they agreed on, was the only way to save the coast in the direction of Louisiana is to become carbon neutral. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Think about this, people. Uh-huh. You're worried about your insurance rates and everything else. As they institute these government-subsidized businesses into the states that will have jobs, I don't hear any Republican talking against it. Matter of fact, they're for carbon capture, offshore wind farms, solar panel distribution and building places in New Iberia and other places to go all over the country. We will be the climate change alternative energy for the country right down here. Now, here comes a storm, people. President Trump got elected. He told them, drill, baby, drill. Now the war starts between the people who want this alternative energy and the people who want liquefied natural gas and petroleum coming out the wells. And the storm's coming, and the storm's coming. And here we go. Everybody gets on the road so we can evacuate. Here we go. We're going to get out of here. We'll be safe. And then all of a sudden, the electronic vehicles start to fail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The solar panels stations. start to mm-hmm. fail. Mm-hmm. The wind farms start to fail. And then the whole grid goes down. Mm-hmm. And then there's not enough fuel in the gas stations because they can't pump because none of that is there. However, the good news is, while we're all stalled on the interstates, and the people with the EVs and the people with the gas cars, the people with the gas cars are yelling at the people with the EVs, it's your fault because we're on alternative yeah. <laughs> energy. And they said, it wouldn't happen. You've changed the climate, and we get these yeah. worse storms. Mm-hmm. But the good news is we can all carry guns, all and we right. can have a great big gunfight right there in the wow. neutral ground what a scenario we gotta we gotta roll brother but thank you what a what a scenario you just painted 
Uh, all I would say to all of that is that when we start drilling, we just tell the folks elections have consequences, just like Barack Obama said. And if we mm-hmm. elect Donald Trump, and hopefully we will, then his policies uh, should be implemented. And that includes drill, baby, drill. He said that was number one. Miss Donna, we got a roll. Have a wonderful weekend, my dear. Thank you, as always. Miss Donna Carol Voss with us. Let's take care of some business. When we come back, Bill Martinez is going to be joining us uh, as we simulcast our programs right here on WGSO. Radio Network. I'm John Burns. The special session ends with Governor Jeff Landry's tough on crime agenda getting approval from the Republican-controlled legislature. Here's Jeff Palermo. LawPolitics.com publisher Jeremy Alford says this special session could not have gone any better for the new governor. Looks like a grand slam, a slam dunk, and a fado do for uh, Jeff Landry. More than a dozen bills Landry pushed for ended up passing with wide margins. You've got constitutional carry, juvenile sentencing, parole reforms, uh, pen- new penalties for DWIs, public defender changes. Landry says these new laws will make communities safer, while Democrats say the legislation does not improve public safety. I'm Jeff Palermo. One of those bills means that non-felons will soon be able to carry a concealed firearm without a permit, and training won't be required by law. But owner of concealed carry NOLA, Dave Newman, says training is important. Even law enforcement, with the training they get under the stress of the moment, they miss a whole lot based on FBI statistics. Just because of the stress of the moment, your adrenaline pumping. LRN. This is Nancy Landry, your Secretary of State. The Louisiana presidential primary is March 23rd. As a reminder, only registered Democrats and Republicans may vote in their respective party's primary. All qualified voters, regardless of party, may vote in local elections within their jurisdiction. Register to vote or update your registration in person or by mail by February 21st or online by March 2nd. Visit geauxvote.com for more information. Alyssa, I have a big question (laughs) to ask you. You do? I can't believe this is happening. You're on one knee. Alyssa, will you... (coughs) Hang on. (coughs) Will you marry me? (coughs) Don't let the flu ruin your plans. Get your annual flu shot at no cost by visiting ldh.la.gov slash fight the flu. Brought to you by the Louisiana Office of Public Health. What we know about our economic problems, supply chain issues, record-setting inflation, sky-high gas prices, and during COVID, the big box stores were allowed to stay open the whole time. So many little guys, the small business owners, were forced to close. The wealthiest people on the planet became better off, while mom and pop suffered. The question is, what are we willing to do about it? How can our voices be heard? We vote with our dollars. That's how we make a difference. No more shopping at big box stores. If you can get the items from a family-owned company, we help people walk away from the big box conglomerates. We can shop factory direct at a family-owned, made-in-America manufacturer. Family-owned companies put their customers first, not Wall Street investors. Let's together cut off their cash flow. We can choose to help regular people by shopping with family-owned businesses and buying products made in America. Call 718-869-9020 or visit Switch, the Number two, USA.com. Switch to USA.com. 
Hey, we're back, and uh, right now we're going to simulcast our program with our good friend Bill Martinez, and let's connect, if we can, with uh, our good friend going on, on this so In just program. a moment, you'll hear Jeff in the background. Here he is. Hey, he, Mr. Bill. Hey, hey, Jeff. How you doing, buddy? Hey, great. Good morning. Hey, good morning to you. I was just mentioning to the audience that I was talking with Maria Espinoza from the Remembrance Project, Jeff, and uh, talking about the quilt that they do, you know, uh, in honoring uh, each of the victims of uh, what they call a stolen life. And, uh, of course, their latest one that they have is uh, in dedicated to Lake, Lake and Riley, the 22-year-old from Athens, Georgia, that Donald Trump, uh, you know, mentioned her name, Joe Biden. Um, you know, I guess he's clueless about who all is involved here. And, uh, you know, a clear contrast between these two presidents at the border and even at the points of the border that they were at. I mean, it's just that alone, Jeff, tells you everything that you should be able to see and understand in terms right. of the uh, clear contrast between these two presidents and their ideology. Exactly. And uh, you look at the numbers, and under President Trump, we really had a border that was under control, and things have just gotten totally out of hand uh, under Biden. I do want to give credit to uh, Governor Abbott for some of the security improvements that he's uh, made uh, with the barbed wire, with the National Guards, mm -hmm. and, and now the illegals are moving over to Arizona, New Mexico, and California. And I think uh, we could see some of that yesterday. I, uh, I'm glad President Trump uh, mentioned uh, that he had contacted the family of Lake and Riley. Uh, that was uh, probably something that meant a lot to that family. Uh, Joe Biden has yeah. not uh, has not mentioned her name, and uh, I think it's despicable because uh, his policies um, led to that uh, young woman, that beautiful young woman, being killed. And 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 how many you know down the road you know just add to the numbers. It's been an absolute calamity, you know, brought to you by the policies of Joe Biden and the Democratic Party. I mean, this, this really needs to fall on the party and the party's leadership that said this. I mean, they come back and they get in front of the camera and tell you, oh, well, it's the Republicans. Uh, no, H.R. 2 has been there. You know, we've had, you know, offered remedies that you have resisted because it doesn't work in your favor and you're trying to tie other things into it. So that, uh, you know, everything's a quid pro quo with the Democrats, you know? Yes. Okay, we'll, we'll, give you board, we'll give you border control. What, what do you mean you'll, you'll give me border? We're talking border safety for the American people. Oh, but we, we want this in exchange. Right. How is well, that good what, governance? How is that good policy? Yeah, it, it's not responding to what the American people want. The polls that I'm looking at, Bill, show number one uh, problem in the country is illegal immigration. That's a number one mm. concern. Yet what these politicians are telling us is, we need to fund Ukraine first, uh, or we, if we do put a package together, it'll be three times as much for Ukraine as it is for the border. And that's uh, exactly. everything's backwards. The border should be the focus. The border should be the priority. The border should be where most of the funding uh, goes, uh, not a foreign country. And they don't get right. that. Uh, and they, they certainly don't want to respond to what the American people are screaming. President Trump mm -hmm. gets it, uh, Bill. That's what he's talking yeah. about. Well, this is why he says America first. They say America yeah. last. Okay? Exactly. And they say it by their policies and by their own actions and the way they defer the obvious. I mean, everything has been turned on its head. Everything that was working during the Trump administration, mm -hmm. Joe Biden with a, you know, with a pen and a cell phone and following the lead of his predecessor, uh, one Barack Obama, 
has done everything they can to you know destroy the American way of life and the American dream, and uh, and they're and they're so close, Jeff. I, I'm I'm I am cautious. I, I and I say afraid. I'm you know th- this is the you know the non spiritual side of of me. This isn't the man of faith speaking, but I am afraid for America that if we do not if we do not turn the tide in 2024. If, if ah. President Trump is not brought into office, then uh, we're going to see the absolute uh, complete destruction and uh, total transformation of America as envisioned by Barack Obama. We cannot have, Bill, and I think you're 100% right, we cannot have uh, four more days, four more hours of the Biden administration uh, once uh, January 20th, 2025 comes. I mean, Donald Trump ha- has got to uh, be president again. Uh, we can't afford this. Uh, it is destroying the country. I cannot even imagine another term of Biden and Harris uh, as president. It's just unthinkable. And I am right. seeing, okay, so I'm, let me just say I'm optimistic, Bill. I'm looking at polls. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump's got uh, healthy leads in swing states. Uh, Biden's poll numbers are terrible. People say immigration is the number one issue. And you know what the number two issue is? The economy. And, and Biden's the terrible economy. on that, too. <laughs> so exactly. he's terrible yeah. on that. I mean, and, and everything that, and, and we don't even, want and we're to not even talking. Address, yeah, we're not even talking you know. national security because we haven't right. had another 9-11. But, uh, you know, even uh, Christopher Ray said, uh, you know, that is imminent, that we're under red alert right now because of the, uh, you know, the pending dangers uh, because of the uh, resulting from the open border. So it's like, wait a minute, this is a no-brainer. The open border is increasing the alert level and uh, terrorist activity in our country, and the answer is, oh, just leave them open and let more come in? I know, it's insane. Uh, They want the votes. uh, They want the political power. uh, That's why they're doing this, obviously. They don't care Mm -hmm. about these folks. uh, They just want the raw power. They think it's going to give them, but it is backfiring on them. We had an incident here just the other day, Bill, uh, right outside of New Orleans in Kenner. An illegal mm-hmm. from Honduras is accused of raping a 14-year-old girl and stabbing a man in the face. A uh, police chief was complaining about the fact there are no records on these illegals that are here. There's no way for them to do their investigation. There's nothing in the database on them. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's calling out the policies of this administration that are letting these folks come here in massive numbers, and we're next door to uh, Texas, so we're mm-hmm. getting uh, the impact here as well, and it's happening. Uh, I think uh, the, the comment that every state is a border state is certainly true. Well, what they're exacerbating is the potential of vigilantism. When mm-hmm. the government fails to protect the people, the people will find a way to protect themselves, and right. then we're going we're gonna to see a lot of hell breaking loose, all because we didn't do the right thing by the American people. They've lost confidence in the leadership, and you can't blame them for that because they're not going to stand still and watch their daughters raped and murdered or their sons, you know, killed by drunk drivers that are here, uh, illegal immigrants with, uh, you know, a 5,000 EBT card and uh, accommodation. And this is their way of saying thank you is they break our laws and kill our children. This is unacceptable. And some of these countries like Venezuela, uh, they're emptying their prisons and they're sending them here. And what they're seeing in Venezuela is a reduction in crime because their criminals are being exported to here. Of course. And they're, yeah. and they're, they're, and remember, remember, remember how they gave Trump a bad time when he said they're not sending their best? 
And so now here, <laughs> the evidence is clear that they're not. And, and we're the Democrats, you know, MSNBC, there was, oh, they were clutching their pearls, you know, Trump said, oh, oh he's such a, you know, he, you know, he's racist. such a racist to make that kind Xenophobe. of statement, right? <laughs> yeah. Telling and you I want to give him credit uh, for bringing it up when he first decided to run. He drew attention to the issue, and it's still an issue today. And he's the one that really brought it to the forefront. And he's the one who can fix Amen. it, Bill. Well, my friend, Thank keep you, up sir. the great fight. I appreciate you. Jeff Carrer, the pride and joy Thank of you. Louisiana, the raging Cajun. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, sir. All right, and that's Bill Martinez with us uh, right here on the Ringside Politics program. I always enjoy uh, simulcasting our programs with Bill. All right, let's take a brief time out, take care of some business. We're going to open up our email bag when we come back. It's Jeff at WGSO.com. Also, uh, welcome more of your phone calls, 504-556-9696, your ticket into the show. We got a lot to do as we roll on on this busy Friday. TGIF to everyone. And uh, wow, so much happening. We're covering as much as we can. We'll be right back. battle with mosquitoes outside your house stop smacking yourself in the face call mosquito joe whether it's playing ball with the kids or cooking out mosquito joe treatments allow you to enjoy your yard without the nuisance of pesky mosquitoes ticks and fleas no more itching and scratching and no more wasting time on smelly products that don't work visit mosquitojoe.com or call 504-208-2361 for more information and a free quote with mosquito joe outside is fun again If you need storage, there's no place safer or more convenient than Clearview Mini Storage. It's locally owned and operated, open seven days a week, 6.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. You can get storage units of all sizes for every need, and they have the best prices in Metairie guaranteed. It's monitored 24-7, and for a second floor unit, your first month is free. Contact my friend Tony at 455-2759, that's 455-2759, or learn more at clearviewministorage.com. 100 years have passed since Our Lady of Fatima first appeared to the three shepherd children in Portugal. Her request, when granted, will assure peace in the world. Her requests are simple. The consecration of Russia to her immaculate heart by the Pope and all bishops of the world. Pray the rosary every day and practice the first five Saturdays devotion. When enough people follow her instructions, there will be peace. If her requests continue to be ignored, there will be dire consequences. Time is running out. Please pray for the conversion of Russia. For information about Fatima, contact www.fatima.org. Very soon, you will be able to carry a defensive firearm in your pocket or purse without a permit in Louisiana. What should that firearm be? Can you protect yourself with a small 22 or 32 with almost no recoil? What about a 380? How is it different from a 38? The Home Defense Foundation will be holding free classes on these and many other carry-related topics in the coming year. To learn about all the classes, get on our mailing list at hdfnola.org. Learn how you can use a small self-defense pistol. Go to hdfnola.org and come to one of our free classes. Everything is free. Ammo, targets, range instruction. hdfnola.org. 
Hey, Mimi, we're moving. Moving to Wednesdays at 5. You can check out He Said, She Said on a new day. Hump day. A new day, but we'll still be discussing and debating the hot topics. And take your phone call. You can listen to us on 990 AM, WGSO, WGSO.com. And find out who's right. Of course, that's me. No, of course, that's me. I've been doing this 23 years, Mimi. Practice makes perfect. So you see, we'll have plenty to talk about on He Said, She Said. Wednesdays at 5. Right here on WGSO. Remember in the old days when something was really difficult, they would say, well, it's going to take an act of Congress to fix that. Well, Bob, you were right. The times, they are a-changing. Today, an act of Congress means it's never going to get done. Have ah, your chance to opine is here right now with Jeff Kuhler and Ringside Politics with a Punch. He's winning Ringside now at 556-9696. Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, and a big thank you to Bill Martinez and uh, all the great guests we've had so far. Got another one joining us now. So, folks, y'all know this is 25 years on the air for me. I got my start on a station called WTIX uh, 690 and uh, did a variety of shows there uh, on all kind of different topics. And one of them was a morning show with this lovely lady who's joining me uh, right now. And uh, she also did a variety of shows, and one of her shows was called Health Connections. And now we're proud to say she's bringing that program to us right here on WGSO after a long hiatus, and we're welcoming her back. Susan Bernecker is joining us here on the program this morning, and we're talking about her new show, Health Connections, her new old show, Health Connections. Susan, how are you? Good morning. Great. How are you, Jeff? <laughs> good, 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 good. <laughs> good to hear from you. So uh, tell us about Health Connections. Uh, this is a show with a long history, right? Oh, my goodness. I, I, I think it's Health Connections 2.0. <laughs> 2.0. Yes. Yes, yes indeed. It, it has returned. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Health Connections uh, started out of some uh, really was... Uh, it's it's an interest of mine. Um, it's like part of my life, you know. The um, just fitness and health has been part of my life. My whole life, having studios and and being a dancer in my younger days and things like that. But I'm going to have a lot of interviews and well, you know, interviews on radio, of course. And um, we're going to have doctors and researchers and scientists and authors and and more and fitness people and we're going to uh, have the public be able to call in and ask questions you know of of these people about their own health but um it's going to be a variety and very interesting i i kind of did cutting edge years ago when you and i were together yeah. on wtis oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I remember, and, and uh, I loved listening to your show because, and we used to talk about it when you did the morning show, you would always bring up, you know, what some of the issues were that you were discussing on your health show, and I found it to be fascinating, and yeah, you were on yeah, the cutting I, edge of, like, vitamins and, uh, you know, how nutrients are so important, and, and eating and right. Treatment and treatment, and what mm -hmm. to use and what not to use. We used to right. have Dr. Mary, remember he passed, mm -hmm, Dr. Mary mm -hmm. used to, to come on, and Dr. Carter, mm -hmm. and, and I liked having a lot of medical doctors who also did alternative 
treatment. Mm -hmm. And I like to mix those two things, the alternative and the medical. And I really think in life that's what you should do, you know. Now, I want to commend you for bringing on the right kind of doctors who who give us some, some good information. Now, one person I would recommend you not bring on is the White House physician. Because this guy is a boob. He's the one who says Joe Biden's in perfect physical health and doesn't need a cognitive test. I think I you know. can find better doctors than that, uh, Susan. Why are so many people saying that? <laughs> <laughs> are they passing out money or something? <laughs> because, I mean, you know, you know, don't believe your eyes. Mm-hmm. I it mean, just it goes to show much... you that, uh, you know, they're good doctors and they're doctors that are not so good, sadly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, that, it's actually embarrassing because, uh, you know, uh, Dr. Trump, um, Dr. Trump, listen to me, um, President Trump had a doctor, what, what's his name? Ronnie Jackson. Him? Ronnie Jackson. Ronnie, He's a, that's, that's a congressman from he, Texas now. Yes, they interviewed him yesterday about what this doctor for Biden said. And he, you know, as a doctor, he was he, he felt it was embarrassing. That was the word he used. Yeah, Just yeah. Embarrassing <laughs> right. to, to, to see a doctor say that. But they didn't his profession. They're not, they're not, yeah, and they're not testing them. And I don't know if you remember, but people were screaming in the last administration for him to have one. Because they said yeah. he was crazy. <laughs> and he did. And he passed it. And now this president mm-hmm. doesn't need one because he supposedly passes it every day. I don't yeah. know. I see a guy barely get, able to get through a speech and not knowing how to exit a stage. That's not a good sign. Uh, and shaking hands uh, with I mean, people that aren't there. I know. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> and, and, and people, you know, people have experience with other people in life that do these things. So it's mm-hmm. not like something new, you know. Everybody has a grandmother, grandfather, or elderly people around them that that do those things, and and we see right. it, you know. And we and we try to well, take care of them. Like if you were the spouse of uh, Joe Biden, you'd be saying, "Hey, let's get treatment for this man. Let's get him you know, some help." You wouldn't be pushing him out there to run for another term. My goodness sakes, I don't know. Actually, yeah, think, that's the first thing I thought of when they were running him the first time, I'm, and I thought that yeah. was bad. He's much worse now. You know, because right. I say to myself, why is his wife letting him do this? Right. But we don't know. And um, should I tell you what's going to be on my show today? We're yes, now here's today. the deal. So so I want to let everyone know it's appointment listening Fridays at 5. Fridays right. at 5, uh, right here. It's called Health Connection starting today. Tell us who's going to be on this afternoon, Susan. Okay, you know. Erasmus is going to be on here. Now, this is what's interesting about him. He's He's been around a long time. I have a lot of respect for him. He, I interviewed him like 12, 13 years ago, and that was my first time, and I read his book, and he's a pioneer in, in the health and wellness arena. And what I like about him is he pushed so hard, and he had such a big voice in the health arena years ago like in the 90s, okay? And and he helped change the standards of food oils in in our society, which was mm-hmm. a big deal. And so right. he 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 wrote a book and it's called Fats That Heal and Fats That Kill. So we're going to be talking about that today. And um 
Excellent. all the different fats. People always hear about omega threes, omega six, omega nine, and nobody knows what it means. <laughs> and some are good, and some are better. And and in our society, we lack one of them. So we're going to talk about all of that, and and really, it, mm-hmm. it makes a difference in life. And now you're hearing more about it. When I interviewed him 13, 14 years ago, nobody was talking about this, but he was. Right. And, yeah, and I've um, had the pleasure of interviewing him as well, and I found him to be fascinating. I can't wait to listen to him on with you because uh, you can really delve into a lot of important topics. We're, we're not eating the right foods, are we, Susan? Most, right. Most Americans. Uh, no, most Americans are just grabbing whatever. <laughs> That's what I think. Yeah. And mm. and actually just like being a little bit mindful and saying, okay, what am I about to eat? You know, mm-hmm. maybe I should take this or that. And um, Now, let me and, ask and then, you this. You're the expert. I got to ask you this. Uh, it just came out this morning that Oprah is resigning from the Weight Watchers uh, board because oh. she lost all her weight by taking drugs, not uh, Weight Watchers. And the stock for Weight Watchers is going down. This is a big thing that's happening with these drugs. Mm -hmm. And I tell you, I'm going to do a show on that because it's very concerning. You know, these these fast, lose weight fast. They're not, I've talked to people who have been on them, and it's miserable to be on them. And it's very, very hard to get off of them. And they're not good for you. So, what do you make of this Ozempic craze? Everybody seems to be on That's what I'm Ozempic. talking about. I have talked mm. to several people. I guess I did my own little interviews of people on Ozempic. It's, um, I would say, nine times out of ten, they're nauseated the whole time or throwing up or they feel terrible. And um, it was really made for people who have diabetes and they have to lose weight in order to, you know, be normal. But... People who are not having diabetes, who are not having those health issues, are, are, are taking this stuff, and it's you know it's a, it affects it affects them, and it's not wow. not a good thing. Uh, we're going to look into that in the near future, mm-hmm. and and I'll give you another example. Next Friday, I'm going to have mm-hmm. on an expert in uh, RN. She is an expert in all things CBD and all the different forms of CBD and she's going to explain all this stuff to us. And she actually, uh, treats patients. Like uh, for instance, if you have a surgery and she'll go to your home and treat you for pain in all the different ways, whichever it takes, but she's, a um, she knows everything about CBD cause it's not all equal, you know? <laughs> and it's legal, right? I mean, it's, and it's got oh, yeah. uh, a lot of, oh, a lot of benefits, a lot of health benefits. Susan. A lot of benefits. Like I said, when people have surgery, she goes to their home, depending on what their type of surgery is, their level of pain. It depends on what type of CBD you would use, you know, and, and how much it's not, it's not, um, all equal. And so we're going to hear about that next week. And then we have, um, okay. Dr. Mary's coming on in a few weeks and Dr. Kashi Rai, who, uh, I had before Dr. Kashi Rai is an integrative medicine doctor. She's yeah. very, very good. Very good. Mm. So we, we, yeah. we have all kinds of things coming up. And, uh, and Dr. Mary, you're going to be interview is, uh, Monique Mary, uh, right. Dr. Monique, who Mignon. is, uh, Mignon, I'm Mignon. sorry, Mignon yeah. Mary, who's got, uh, yeah. the, uh, remedy room, right? Yeah. She owns the remedy room. That's right. 
Mm-hmm. And she's moving the one in Metairie across the street to a new uh, location, and it's going to be mm-hmm. much bigger, and she's going to have more services. So it's going to be interesting mm-hmm. with that one. So well, I mean, I guess to- that it's it's a family history with the uh, Marys. They've got uh, a great history. Uh, the, her dad was just such a wonderful uh, man oh, and helped wow. so many people. And, and I was honored to sort of co-host his program for a while along with some others. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was just, it was a, uh, I mean, a, a wealth of information. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, and he was a perfect example of medical doctors that also knew alternative methods. And yeah. that was just kind of the norm, I would say, in the 40s, 50s. Many, mm-hmm. many doctors um, practiced that way. Right. You know, and then it became taboo, and now it's coming back around. <laughs> Yeah, well, thank goodness uh, that uh, Mignon has carried on that legacy and done such a great job with the Remedy Room, and uh, so many people yeah, can help there. Great. And, yeah, she's uh, a great lady of, and, and, and very smart like her dad. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, fantastic. So you've got an awesome lineup coming up, and uh, can't wait to uh, listen and encourage everyone to check you out uh, Fridays at 5 right here on WGSO. 5 o'clock. Connections. That's we got right. a, uh, a WTIX reunion going on today. So the, uh, the rejoiner oh, yeah. we heard. Don't, don't was... tell your wife that I was your first radio wife. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's true. That's true. Because, so uh, uh... We, have, we have you and me, and the guy who was doing my rejoiner was Jude Kulik, who was on WTIX. The guy oh, we're really? having up at 10 o'clock in the next segment is Bubba Deckert, who used to come on regularly with Ed Butler. So, oh boy, oh my goodness, this is, this is like a reunion. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, um, well, I can't wait to start today. I start, and we're gonna we're gonna do it. All right. Well, congratulations, Susan. Looking forward to uh, listening. Uh, Health Connections 2.0, right here on That's WGSO it. Fridays at okay, five. Thank thanks you for having me. Take okay, care, Jeff. You too, Susan Burnacker with us. And uh, excited to launch her program today on the airwaves. All right. So the gentleman we were just talking about, Bubba Deckert, who was also with us on WTIX. Uh, So he'll be joining us coming up next. And, of course, we'll be welcoming your uh, phone calls, 504-556-9696, and emails at jeff at wgso.com. Let's get a news update. We'll be right back. William Wallace. Listen to my show on Tuesday night at 5 o'clock. William Wallace for America here on WGSO 990 AM in New Orleans, Louisiana. USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. Congress is greenlighting a temporary funding measure to prevent a partial government shutdown this upcoming weekend. The bill will extend two government funding deadlines to March 8th and March 22nd, granting lawmakers additional time to reach consensus on appropriations bills in Washington. President Biden and former President Trump had very different messages to offer during their competing visits to Texas border communities Thursday. During his stop in Eagle Pass, Trump used the occasion to press home campaign messages highlighting crimes committed by illegal immigrants inside the U.S. Last year, a sadistic illegal alien criminal who was released into our country by Joe Biden was arrested for raping an 11-year-old girl in Pasadena, Texas. Meanwhile, during a visit to Brownsville, President Biden once again pressed Republican lawmakers in Washington to reconsider a bipartisan border security and foreign aid package that would allow a U.S. administration to shut down the border if needed. 
It was a measure Trump opposed. Those senators who oppose it need to set politics aside and pass it on merits, not on whether it's going to benefit one party or benefit the other party. Illegal immigration is consistently polling as one of the top issues of concern for American voters ahead of the big election. A wildfire continues raging out of control in northern Texas. It's already become the largest ever in the state's history. The Smokehouse Creek Fire has burned over one million acres. It is only 3% contained. The U.S. government's wildfire tracking map shows it originated outside the small Texas panhandle town of Stinnett, near several oil and gas fields. The New Jersey restaurant booth featured in HBO's Sopranos finale, now for sale on eBay. The iconic booth where the titular family gathered at Holston's Brookdale Confectionery has long been a popular fan destination. It even bears a sign that says, reserved for the Soprano family. This is USA. Often on rains, however, I've been heavy in a few spots. So an isolated spot or two could have a flooded street. Otherwise, the rains will taper off going into the afternoon today. Spotty activity by later on and overnight. And that's going to be the general trend of rain activity over the weekend. After a chilly start, though, today, up to 70. Slim chance tonight with morning lows near 60 or some 50s. Partly cloudy tomorrow and Sunday afternoons. Slight chance each day with highs of low to mid-70s. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. Sleepers, stay cabs, dump and service trucks, flatbeds, buses, trailers, boats, RVs, farm tractors, pickups, autos, and more. The two-day spring public auction accepting your consignments too at Henderson Auctions in Livingston, Louisiana. Thursday, March 14th, Friday, March 15th, 9 a.m. Preview Wednesday, March 13th, 9 to 4. Register now at HendersonAuctions.com. Business license number AB-459. Big Easy Limos. Book our amazing holiday limousine deals and save when visiting New Orleans. Enjoy our exciting mode of comfortable transportation. All of the amenities your heart desires. Big Easy Limos. 504-466-4477. Hey, y'all. It's spring festival season. Check out these events going on this weekend. March 2nd, Shadows Arts and Crafts Fair in New Iberia. Bayou Terrebonne, Boucheret in Homa. And Arts Evening Cultural Festival in Slidell. And mark your calendars for this upcoming event, March 9th through 16th. Shadows on the Tesh Plain Air Competition in New Iberia. Visit festivals.explorelouisiana.com and make your plans to laissez les bon temps rouler. Hey folks, it's Jeff Cruer. Let me tell you about a company I trust, Eagle Security Systems. They've been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. They provide residential and commercial security and fire systems. They install surveillance camera systems and provide 24-hour alarm monitoring by their central station. Eagle Security Systems can offer cellular interactive service, which allows you, the customer, to control your system from a smart device anywhere. They can take over any existing alarm system and provide cable TV and internet wiring for your home or business. So you're tired of just being a number? Do you want to experience personal service? Then you need to call Eagle Security Systems 504-340-1414 or check out their website eaglesecuritynola.com I trust Eagle Security and you should too and let them protect your home and business with the eyes of an eagle. 
The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio, LLC. Another edition of Ringside Politics with a Punch, and your host, Jeff Couleir. Well past 25 years of broadcast experience under his conservative belt, and still packing a punch. He's the host of Ringside Politics with a Punch, writes for townhall.com, and has a new book, America's Last Chance. Jeff also has his own YouTube channel, but even with all that going on, he hasn't forgotten his listeners. The ones who opine every day right here on WGSO. Call Jeff Guerre right now at 556-9696. Go to a show, you hope she goes. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. All right, kicking off another hour of the program, and we say hello to our friends. Uh, it is Ringside Politics here on the airwaves on WGSO 990 AM, WGSO.com. So we're going to be uh, delving into all kinds of interesting topics and, uh, of course, uh, get uh, as many views as possible on board. But first, uh, let's bring on a special guest who is joining us, a retired <coughs> Marine colonel and a consultant with the uh, Center for Security Policy. Bubba Decker joining us here on the airwaves. Hey, Bubba, how are you? Good morning and welcome. I'm well, thank you, sir. Yourself? Uh, doing great, uh, Bubba. Thank you, sir. And uh, I want to, a lot of issues want to get to, and we'll, we'll squeeze in some calls for you. Uh, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin uh, appeared before uh, Congress uh, giving testimony about uh, his um, absence without leave, <laughs> his uh uh, surgery that nobody knew about, and um, I guess it's been determined now he's going to suffer nothing for it, except maybe some humiliation. Uh, was watching some of the you questioning. Have to, uh, you have to have a degree of pride, uh, righteous pride, in order to be humiliated by by a shortcoming <laughs> being pointed out, and uh, he doesn't have that. He's a deplorable human being. Uh, so the end result of all of this is what, Bubba? Nothing? More, more, you know, it's, it's funny when I pop back and forth, it's because I'm editing myself as we go. Okay. <laughs> Our dear friend Hillary Clinton referred to President Trump's supporters as a basket of deplorables. But I believe that it's been proven that more often than not, the despicable and the despisable on the left tend to, uh, self-eviscerate every time they accuse somebody of something. They uh, execute the psychological aspect of transference. They blame you for what they themselves do and are. And this administration is nothing if not a basket of deplorables. Lloyd Austin is a disgrace. He literally said in open testimony as Matt Gates 
very, very even-handedly walked him down the road of Austin's policy. Not Biden's policy coming from the White House, uh-huh. but a DOD-specific policy, which was not the same policy executed in other parts of the executive branch, but Austin's policy, <clears throat> as laid out by Austin in his memo, and on what the actions would be for violation of the policy. And it was in regard to the vaccine opportunities Mm -hmm. for exemption from the vaccine. There were none. Religious objections to the vaccine, none allowed. Let me repeat that, none allowed. Uh, The whole, the entirety of the process and failure to comply, failure to notify, failure to comply meant discharge. Now, here we are with the Secretary of Defense, who failed to notify his boss, the President of the United States, failed Mm -hmm. to notify the higher chain of command, National Security Council, failed Mm -hmm. to notify his staff, his immediate first deputy, on vacation in Puerto Rico. (laughs) And, And the response back was, there's something generally referred to in the military as a NIPLOC, non-punitive letter of caution. Did he get a non-punitive letter of caution? No. Did he get anything official placed in his permanent record? No. Did he get uh, a suspension of pay? Not that that's necessarily procedurally allowable for a person in his position. Uh, No. Did he get an official censure, which could affect his ability to have uh, Uh certain retirement benefits and so forth? No. Was he terminated from his position like every member of his department who didn't comply with his memo? No. And when asked if because he was shown mercy for what he admitted was a personal discretion, uh, indiscretion, because he was shown mercy, would he now reconsider? Mm-hmm. Yes, that he would that he would bring some of these people back, review their their past or anything yes. like that. Bring them back. Let's bring them back, Bubba. Let's bring them back. They deserve to be brought his, back. Yes, his position was swift, immediate. And unequivocal. Uh-huh. Will you bring them back? There was like a, a ding, ding, ding. No. <laughs> that was it. Uh, and here's unreconstructed, unreconstructed, yeah. uh, <clears throat> incompetent bully. Lloyd Austin. Man couldn't lead a group of men in silent prayer at this point. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Uh, don't we have a recruitment crisis right now? Aren't we uh, having a problem um, with with enough uh, military service personnel in all of our branches right now? I, I, I don't know. I thought, you know, uh, perhaps that is part of the border solution since we we the borders apparently closed. We have no recruiting crisis. The economy is fine. Milk is at a wonderful price at this point in time. And uh we all need to take up reading hardback books again because you'll get through several while you wait to charge your golf cart 
or whatever we're calling <laughs> the electric vehicles these days. Um, yes. Of course, we've got a huge yeah. problem. When you, yeah. this, this is the bud lighting of the American military. Okay. Mm. What you saw with bud light is what they've done to the military. Who is this transsexual woman, man, woman? I don't know. They, I can't even keep track of how they want to refer to themselves. Mm. There, there was a phrase Individual. we used to use, but it's got a pejorative in it. And you're not allowed right. to use that on the radio, but it's a right. dude in a dress uh, running yeah. around as a girl admiral and uh, and and talking about uh, the positive aspects of transsexualism, uh. I haven't heard this much BS since I was in a bar in Thailand in '89. This is ridiculous. Papa <laughs> uh, Decker with us, uh, Jeff Cruer here at Ringside on WGSO five zero four five five six nine six nine six, which is a good segue into a piece uh, that I've read uh, at the Center for Security Policy website by uh, one of your colleagues. Tommy Waller, and uh, the title of it is Extremism on Duty, and um, talks about the video footage of the U.S. Air Force airmen engulfed in flames uh, that was on video this week, and um, I guess the uh, individual was upset about uh, the Palestinians not having a, a state, and I guess figured that the best way he could uh, promote that cause was to light himself on fire, uh, Bubba. You know, on the one hand, people would say we should be caring about the family at this time of loss and everything like that. And and if that's your approach, okay, but let me be blunt. It's not mine. This twisted freak of nature who decided to attack himself, which is what that is, he decided to attack himself because he obviously was in a state of advanced mental illness. The, uh, I, I, I do not believe this individual should be celebrated, promoted, or anything else. As a matter of fact, I don't think he was in an authorized leave status to be able to depart his command to go do this. So uh, the fact that he's dead means you can't charge him, but you have to be diluted intellectually, mentally, to take this approach. People say, oh, no, this is the self-immolation is a longstanding tradition. Stop. This was first brought to the American public's attention in the 1960s, particularly in 68, 67, 68, when Buddhist monks were doing this as a form of protest in Vietnam, and they were protesting the highly corrupt Vietnamese government's actions. Now, these monks had a vow, they could not act out. They could not attack something. They could not yell at something. They could not go and storm the barricades. That, that was outside of what they could do. All they could do was attack themselves. So they lit themselves on fire in violent protest. This is a longstanding tradition of a, a pacifist movement when you do things like uh, you've got... Uh, Gandhi going on a hunger strike. So you see, again, attacking himself, not striking out. And, and it, is, it is the feminine in, in philosophy because you draw people in. You don't reach out, the masculine, the attacking. It is the feminine, the pulling people in. This young man was none of those deep thoughts. This was confusion, 
wrapped in disinformation, wrapped in perversion of both thought and act. I'm utterly disgusted by it. I feel nothing for these people or this heinous approach to try and address a situation. It is childlike. It is uh, poorly thought out and probably ought to be sent a bill for soil in the street that they had to clean up. Bubba Decker with us, Jeff Cruer here. It is Ringside on the Airways on WGSO 990 AM, WGSO.com. All right, brief timeout. We'll come back and open up our phone lines and uh, get to some other issues with our special guest, Bubba Decker. Hey, he's a consultant with the Center for Security Policy. Check it out, centerforsecuritypolicy.org. We'll be right back. in a constant battle with mosquitoes outside your house? Stop smacking yourself in the face. Call Mosquito Joe. Whether it's playing ball with the kids or cooking out, Mosquito Joe treatments allow you to enjoy your yard without the nuisance of pesky mosquitoes, ticks, and fleas. No more itching and scratching and no more wasting time on smelly products that don't work. Visit MosquitoJoe.com or call 504-208-2361 for more information and a free quote. With Mosquito Joe, outside is fun again. For over 30 years, the Monumental Task Committee has cleaned, restored, and repaired all monuments and statues in the New Orleans area. Dedicated to historic preservation, this volunteer-based nonprofit organization receives no government or taxpayer money. Please consider preserving Louisiana history by making a tax-deductible donation through the website at monumentaltask.org. That's monumentaltask.org. On March 23rd, voters in Metairie, Harahan, River Ridge, and most of Kenner will elect a new judge for the 24th Judicial District Court Division D. Jerry Smith is proud to be a candidate in this important election. Jerry has extensive experience litigating both civil and criminal matters. He spent 13 years representing the state of Louisiana as an assistant district attorney, prosecuting some of the region's most violent criminals. Jerry Smith is a lifelong Republican, a Jefferson Parish homeowner for over 20 years a loving husband and father who has dedicated his time and talents to the community. He is founder of a Hogs for the Cause fundraising team that has raised over $100,000 to assist families battling pediatric brain cancer. Jerry Smith's legal career and professional reputation in the community emulate the values he prioritizes in raising two young boys. Integrity, the value of hard work, and respect for others. For more information, visit jerrysmithforjudge.com. Paid for by the committee to elect Jerry Smith. I'm Jeff Gruer. This is Clay Cangelosi. We are excited to announce the creation of Premier Media Group. We will be your one-stop shop to handle all of your digital media needs. Our services will include podcasts, web design, promotions and event planning, video production, and equipment rental. For more information or to set up a free consultation, call 504-407-1534 or visit us at pmgroup.live. It's Jeff Cruer. After 21 years on the air and 21,000 interesting guests, I'm still fired up every day to host the Ringside Politics program. I take on all sides, take on the mainstream news media, the deep state, those who want to destroy our country. If you support this fight, I'd love for you to come on board as a sponsor of our show. You can reach our great audience and help sustain a program that will never be part of the liberal media. To participate, contact me at jeff at wgso.com. Thanks for your support. Support. You're a-
at work right now punching a time card or you're in prison for punching the boss, we really don't care. What we do care about, though, is your spin going on here every day at Ringside Politics. You know, there are people who believe that we've been visited by aliens. Then there are people who seem to be on another planet. Well, that's not our problem either. Channel your energy now to Jeff Cruer and Ringside Politics. The secret number is 556-9696. Welcome back. Our friend Bubba Decker with us. Uh, Jeff Cruer here. We'll link to uh, the center's uh, website. Check it out, folks. Uh, Bubba, let's squeeze in a call or two here. Uh, 504-556-9696 to check in. Our friend Brian in Metairie is with us. Uh, how are you, sir? Good morning and welcome. Mr. Kerr, good morning to you and your guests. First, I would say, I would ask that the good Lord would bless Mr. Chris Holton with complete healing and, and that uh, he'll be up and bouncing around. I truly do. Uh, I have three yes, past stories that just, it, it knocks your socks off. One, three communist spies working for Boeing. Uh, they had a, a factory, uh, uh, an office in Europe. They downloaded all the electronic and classified information from our F-16s all the way to the F-22 Raptor. And the only way they got caught was a Chinese spy was caught, and he turned those other three in. But the damage is already done. Uh, it's just absolutely mind-blowing. Another one is the Army now saying that they want to uh, uh, retire 24,000 of our active service army. And, and a lot of them are, are those that, that fought in, not only in Iraq, in Iraq and Afghanistan, uh, uh, but did special operations for the army. And those are some of those in the 24,000 that they want to get rid of, that they want to force out the military. What does this say? We, we allowed the border to be as it is. And now they want to get rid of 24,000 of our service members in the Army? I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. All right, my friend, Brian. Thank you, sir. Uh, Bubba Deckard? The, uh, <clears throat> the opportunity for silliness continues. Uh, you see things like this, and the people that are acting are not acting in order to promote the purpose that we all, as Americans, believe the military exists for, or we all as service members swore an oath to. These actions do not protect the United States against enemies, both foreign and domestic. These actions do not promote the killing of our enemies and the destroying of their things. And that's, that means these, these, these activities are for some other purpose. In other words, your military is being used for purposes other than the military. And this is just the latest symptom of this disease. Uh, that's that's kind of where I am with it. You know, he, he also talked about the spying going on for uh, China. Uh, I also uh, read this morning about a career U.S. diplomat admitting spying for Cuba for uh, decades the diplomat told a federal judge yesterday he pled guilty to charges of working for decades as a secret agent for communist Cuba. Uh, Manuel Roca uh, is 73 years old, uh, a tremendous fall from grace. 
This guy was uh, considered to be, um, you know, a career diplomat with um, <laughs> outstanding credentials. He worked as ambassador to Bolivia, had posts in Argentina, Mexico, the White House, and, and Havana. And um, seems like he was uh, working for the communists, uh, Bubba, for a long time. Yeah, this, so. this is my shock face. This is my shock face. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is a, another <clears throat> bizarre little man that came out of the State Department who spent mm -hmm. 30 years drinking white wine and reading the boys' underwear section of the Sears catalog. Turns out to be a, a spy for a communist entity. My shocked face is back again. Uh, no, this is this is ridiculousness. And what are we spending our time looking into? We've got inspectors general. That means people who have the title inspector general in differing departments, whether it be the inspector general for the State Department or inspectors general for subsets of the State Department <clears throat> and the Department of Defense and the Department of the Interior and the Agriculture Department. The, quote, whole of government currently turning over rocks and looking for these Klansmen and neo-Nazis that are supposed to be everywhere because they're on the verge of destroying the country. Meanwhile, in the meantime, <clears throat> this old boy, who spent over 30 years <clears throat> backdooring secrets to the Cuban communists, who then in turn shared them with the rest of the common communist community about the United States, our activities, our plans, our designs, our desires, all while this cat rose through the ranks. But the inspector general, the internal investigative arm, the, the internal affairs of government <clears throat> is not looking for him or his fellow travelers that are out there actually doing harm to the United States. Remember what we said earlier, all enemies, foreign and domestic. This man uh -huh. is a domestic enemy. He is a domestic enemy. And they're not looking for that. I want to, Jeff, I know we're going to run out of time, but I want to get these in, and then we can go back to whatever you want. I want to do two things real quick. Yes, sir. One, yes, sir. I want, to, I want to make sure that we mention Lake and Riley, and I want to make sure that this young yes. woman's name is mentioned on a regular basis because... Yes. Her death is beyond a tragedy and it is unfortunately the latest, most glaring symptom of the disease that is perpetrated on us by these Marxists that have infiltrated the government. And I use that term in honor of our dear friend you mentioned earlier in your show, Ed Butler. He'd be, he'd be glad yes. for to hear that we're, we're using that phrase. Uh, these people are illegal aliens. They are not migrants. They are not some form of waterfowl that passes through in the fall and then back in the summer. If you catch them, you don't have to report their banded ankle to wildlife and fisheries. They are not migrants. They're not a, a herd of caribou that moves through <laughs> the area based on seasonal rotations. Okay? I don't know what left-wing peyote-chewing think tank came up with mm -hmm. migrant to replace what they are <laughs> well, wait, hold in on, law hold and on, in Bubba, fact. Bubba, they're now newcomers. That's the new nope, word, newcomers. Nope, nope. <laughs> nope. We, are, we are stomping out this 
this gobbledygook, euphemism-laden, hippie, patchouli oil-smelling, peyote-chewing foolishness. Okay, if we're going to, if, if otherwise we're going to go full on with it, and we're going to do away with the term drug dealer and refer to them exclusively as unlicensed pharmacists. Okay, <laughs> we're going to go full stupid on this because right. I'm done with it. This this euphemism use is literally killing people mm-hmm. because yes. we've got so much lipstick on these pigs. They're starting to look like Nancy Pelosi. Uh, we need we need to start identifying these things for what they are. This right. this human excrement masquerading as people that have come here from prisons all over the globe mm-hmm. and are now <clears throat> taking out their perversions and their despicable actions on American citizens. There is a family in Georgia that is grieving the loss of their daughter. Right. Well, let me tell you, as an American citizen, I'm grieving the loss of the health care worker we would have had in this young nursing school student. I'm mm-hmm. grieving the loss of the young people that she may have had as children going forward, some of whom could have discovered cancer for all, the cure for cancer for all we know. Mm-hmm. Or the other beautiful things that this young woman may have added to our society that has been taken from us. We have, we have, been, we have been burglarized of opportunity by this right. illegal alien who happens to be a criminal I- illegal alien that was missed three times. When he came across the border in Arizona, he was caught, but... Under this Bassmasters program of catch and release, mm-hmm. like we've got some sort of a tournament going on here, and uh, you know, oh, we caught him now. We're gonna let that one go. No, this isn't a bass rodeo. He was caught and then released. So what did he do? He made his way to New York. What happened when he got to New York? He committed a crime in New York and got caught. And what happened? They let him go. So he moved to Georgia. Georgia fakes credentials in order to get a job at the University of Georgia, but then again, gets caught shoplifting in Georgia. And once again, gets let go. This use of euphemism, this lipstick Uh on pigs, this we had this piece of excrement three stinking times before, Uh let's say it again, Lake and Riley was beaten to death. Yeah, it's tragic. Her skull was disfigured. By this, yes, yes, her skull was disfigured. Okay, mm-hmm. her skull was disfigured. Right. The phrase is beaten to death. Mm. This, it wasn't. It wasn't like she was off a little bit. Her glasses hung funny. This mm. this beautiful young woman was beaten to death by this piece of human excrement, illegal alien, no lips. Right. Yes. This is the. We have to deal with this the way it actually is because if we do not start corrective action. Immediately, immediately, things are going to be so far out of control that we can't get yeah. a handle on it. And, and we are better than that. We as, we as a people mm-hmm. are better than that. I have, I won't go into my, my, my personal life experiences, but I will say that it is personally offensive to me for all of the actual legal immigrants to this country who have been painted 
mm-hmm. with the tar brush because yes. of people like this piece of human excrement, illegal alien. Mm-hmm. People who have dedicated their lives, they have sacrificed, they have worked hard to bring themselves and their relatives mm-hmm. to this country legally. The right way. They are fabulous yeah. contributors to our country mm-hmm. on a regular basis. And sure. they are besmirched because mm-hmm. of this ridiculousness. And it's horrible. And the people upset the most by all this are the ones who did it the right way. Because... Uh, you know, they see what's happening here, and uh, it's, yeah, it's beyond outrageous. I'm glad you mentioned her name. We've been doing it uh, all morning. Uh, one person who will not is Joe Biden, and, uh, you know, that's another telling sign about who he is. All right, my friend, thank you so much. Bubba Deckert with us from the Center for Security thank Policy. You, for more information, thank you. Check out centerforsecuritypolicy.org. Let's take care of some business, get a news update. We'll be right back. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm John Burns. After announcing his resignation this week, Dr. Joe Cantor reflected on his time as the state's top doc during the pandemic. Here's Brooke Thorrington. On WWL Radio, Newell Norman's show, Cantor said, while he's grown accustomed to natural disasters in Louisiana, he never imagined he'd have to lead the state through a pandemic. I didn't think it would be smooth sailing, but this was certainly not on my bingo card of the things I anticipated. And while he wasn't ready to announce his next career move. I'm very thankful to have some more time at home. I still practice emergency medicine locally. I don't anticipate that changing. We don't anticipate leaving New Orleans. I'm Brooke Thorrington. Multiple law enforcement agencies are investigating after a body was found in a burned car last night in St. Gabriel. St. Gabriel Police Chief Kevin Ambo says firefighters responded to the call about a vehicle fire on Point Claire Road near the old White Castle Ferry Landing about 845. The body was discovered once the fire was extinguished. LRN. Hi, this is Olivia. (coughs) I'm out sick today. Uh, Could you please (coughs) leave a message after the beep? (coughs) Don't let the flu ruin your work week. Get your annual flu shot at no cost by visiting ldh.la.gov slash fight the flu. Brought to you by the Louisiana Office of Public Health. Hey, Louisiana, how are you stopping litter? In Terrebonne Parish, we put our trash in a bag and never out the car window. In Bienville, we bag it, tie it, and put a lid on it. We keep litter out of our lakes in Lafayette. And in Calcasieu Parish, we keep our roads clean by clearing out our truck beds and securing our loads. We need every person in every parish to stop littering and keep Louisiana beautiful. For more litter prevention tips, visit LetLouisianaShine.org. Sponsored by the Louisiana Lieutenant Governor's Office and Keep Louisiana Beautiful. Our Lady's Peace Plan is the only solution to the world's problems. Nothing else will work. Amend our lives, offer penance for the conversion of sinners, first Saturday devotion, and say the rosary daily in the manner requested by Our Lady of Fatima. This will end the chastisement of this coronavirus, prevent greater chastisements, and result in the conversion of Russia to the Catholic faith and a period of world peace. Learn everything about Fatima at Fatima.org. 
Hey, Mimi, we're moving. Moving to Wednesdays at 5. You can check out He Said, She Said on a new day. Hump day. A new day, but we'll still be discussing and debating the hot topics. And take your phone call. You can listen to us on 990 AM, WGSO, WGSO.com. And find out who's right. Of course, that's me. No, of course, that's me. I've been doing this 23 years, Mimi. Practice makes perfect. So you see, we'll have plenty to talk about on He Said, She Said. Wednesdays at 5. Right here on WGSO. Hey, here's a question for you. If a man chooses to be identified as a woman, does he still have to pay attention to every word that she says? Well, hey, we don't care. Uh, but both of you are welcome to air your thoughts right here on Ringside Politics. You can blow your horn or shoot that bird, but face it, will that really make any difference? No. What really bugs you? We want to hear from you. And Ringside Politics. Call us at 556-9696. Hey, welcome back. Jeff Career here. It is Ringside on the Airways. I want to thank uh, Bubba Deckard for uh, joining us from the Center for Security Policy. Had a great lineup of uh, guests today. And uh, if you miss any part of today's program, hey, check out our podcast page at WGSO.com. And you can see uh, our guest information. Patty will have posted all of our links and uh, everything else at WGSO.com under Ringside Politics Podcasts. Find it uh, at your leisure and listen uh, when you can to any part of the show you may have missed. Also, of course, uh, we uh, are going to be uh, on the airwaves for Real America's Voice tomorrow at noon, so check that out. And if you miss that, you can uh, check out the replay there at americasvoice.news. And go to uh, crewair.net, C-R-O-U-E-R-E.net. We have a brand new web poll up there about the 2024 election. New video up there about Bidenomics. I'd love for you to check it out. Sign up for our newsletter. Check out information about our book, our uh, Cassidy petition, our uh, Keep the Republic plan, and, of course, our letter from President Trump. All right. Uh, let's open up our email bag. It's jeff at WGSO.com. Jeff at WGSO.com. Anonymous writes in. The money going to Ukraine is hush money. If it's not paid, Ukraine will expose the damning evidence tying the U.S. government to all sorts of criminal activity. That's why it is more important than our borders. Well, maybe to uh, some of them, not to me and the millions of other Americans. Uh, We don't want to cover up for their misdeeds. We want uh, sunlight on it. We want to have uh, exposure of uh, any kind of misdeeds, any kind of criminal behavior that they were engaged in. So uh, let the truth come out. 504-556-9696. Our friend Bill from Gentilly was on earlier. John writes in, Jeff, I'm worried about Bill. Please tell him to change his smoke alarm. (laughs) That's John's comments. Uh, Jeff at WGSO.com. Jeff at WGSO.com. Mary writes in, Jeff, I agree with you 100%. The only thing that will stop Trump from being reelected is an assassination. We can only pray the Lord will protect him from this. If not that, another COVID or something similar would shut down the country right before the election. Jeff, it's a fight for the life of our country. We uh, just have to have faith that the Lord will prevail and save our country. Uh, Mary's comments, Jeff at WGSO.com. Frank and Henry writes in, 12 years ago today, we lost a great man, Andrew Breitbart. And uh, that's right. He was um, way ahead of his time, way a visionary. 
a major visionary. Jeff at WGSO.com. Jerry writes in, uh, Jeff, notice the buzzword the communist left talks about immigration. They always say that our immigration is broken. Open border advocates have been tossing out that buzzword for decades. Broken. Now, the correct word to use is our border is open, not broken. It's open. (laughs) And the way to, quote, unquote, fix it is to close the border. That go a long way toward fixing the problem that we have. And then close, followed by deportation, followed by uh, criminal prosecution of those who remain here and those who hire those who remain here. 504-556-9696. You see work crews everywhere and you see uh, folks, uh, immigrants that are working there. Question is, are they legal? Are you confident all these workers are uh, legal? I'm not. Our friend Jesse writes in, uh, Jeff, you may have heard of Amanda Grace. She just did a couple of live events in Louisiana. My friend, we're going to need divine intervention. I pray she is accurate. Check her out. Uh, Word from a prophet. Will do. Thank you. Jesse from Covington. Our friend Ms. Janice writes in, foreign nationals found at the southern border in fiscal year 2022 and 2023. Here are the numbers. Uh, Afghans, 6,386. Egyptians, 3,153. Iranians, 659. Syrians, 538. Russians, 12,605. And Chinese, 26,113. Whoa. Jeff at WGSO.com. Jeff at WGSO.com. Our friend Jeff writes in. Jeff, check this out. The Biden administration is now finalizing environmental regulations targeting clothes washers and dryers. Just what we need. More uh, environmental craziness, nonsense. These people are uh, insane. Jeff at WGSO.com. M writes in, uh, Biden-Harris campaign is taking Trump supporters to court for driving next to a bus. (laughs) So after nearly four years, several Biden-Harris campaign staffers are taking Trump supporters to civil court after they allegedly drove next to their campaign bus. They're using the KKK Act. Yeah, in insanity. Jeff at WGSO.com. Jeff at WGSO.com. And uh, one more here. And uh, let's check out what uh, our friend uh, Mark has to say. Says is concerning the new Louisiana Supreme Court map, uh, which adds a second majority black district. Uh, says, uh, Jeff, I'm tired of being jacked around by politicians. It's always race, race, race. But if so, aren't they also racist? What hypocrisy. Otherwise, I wonder if they're uh, NASCAR IndyCar fans playing on the word race. <laughs> yeah, interesting question there. That's uh, our friend uh, Mark. Jeff at WGSO.com. Jeff at WGSO.com. 
504-556-9696 to join us. All right, let's take care of some business. Quick time out. A lot more ringside coming your way. We'll be right back. If you need storage, there's no place safer or more convenient than Clearview Mini Storage. It's locally owned and operated, open seven days a week, 6.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. You can get storage units of all sizes for every need, and they have the best prices in Metairie guaranteed. It's monitored 24-7, and for a second floor unit, your first month is free. Contact my friend Tony at 455-2759, that's 455-2759, or learn more at clearviewministorage.com. Do you want to overcome obstacles, thrive, and live a life aligned with your deepest values? Then let me recommend Stewart Life Coaching, led by its dedicated owner, Edwa Stewart. She's committed to empowering individuals to achieve their full potential, lead fulfilling lives. At Stewart Life Coaching, the emphasis is on fostering a positive mindset, resilience, and effective goal setting. Edwa understands today's fast-paced world and challenges, but through one-on-one sessions, her clients are guided to discover their strengths, overcome obstacles, and create meaningful, sustainable change. At Stewart Life Coaching, clients are encouraged to explore their values, aspirations, and personal narratives to unlock their true potential. Stewart Life Coaching provides a personalized navigation system for life, offering support, insights, and strategies to help you navigate your unique path and achieve a fulfilling and purpose-driven life. For more information, contact Edwa at 504-578-0006 or visit edwastewart.com. Southern Legal Clinics is a family-owned business. Three brothers, Stephen, Tim, and Pat Rooney, and two nieces, Kristen and Courtney Rooney. They have been in business for over 40 years. They treat their clients as family. The law firm has six offices in Southeast Louisiana, and they've handled thousands of criminal and civil cases in 17 different parishes over the last 40 years in the federal, state, and parish courts. They offer extensive criminal and civil litigation experience, handling estate planning, succession, wills, bankruptcy, domestic law, and personal injury. Their fees are very reasonable and they offer free consultations. Their attorneys have given back to the community and have volunteered countless hours of time, coaching, serving on boards, and being active members of civic organizations. For more information, visit southernlegalclinics.com or call 504-455-4185. As parents, we have a lot to be proud of. Our kids are smart, talented, and dedicated, but all of them are at risk. One in three Louisiana high school students use e-cigarettes, and every day more teens struggle with vape-related problems like nicotine addiction and lung damage. The time to talk to your teen is now and we can help. Get vaping facts, talking tips, and quitting resources at BehindTheHazeLA.com. Sponsored by Louisiana Department of Justice. There has been an investigation based on suspicions that there could have been involvement in tampering in the key parts of that suspected report. If any of that makes any sense to you, man, you're in the right wing of that bird. The mainstream media is at it again, and they've got the facts that might not be right and the opinions that you don't need. Well, what we do need right here now at Ringside Politics is you. Well, pine with us, all you got to do is call Jeff Cruer now at 556-9696. 
All right, welcome back. Uh, Jeff Career here, and uh, lots of topics we've been uh, cruising through here this morning. And uh, throw out one more, and then we'll go to the uh, phone lines at 504-556-9696 on this uh, busy Friday. Good news. Uh, Donald Trump is leading uh, creepy, sleepy Uncle Joe Beijing balloon Biden 50 to 41 percent in North Carolina. He's up by six points in Arizona, Nevada, Georgia and Pennsylvania. He leads by four in Wisconsin and two in Michigan. That's your six swings, six of your swing states right there, folks. And uh, those are some of the states where uh, President Trump uh, did not prevail due to shenanigans in uh, 2020. He's leading now. So Trump leads Biden in every state uh, that is, quote-unquote, swing uh, in a new Bloomberg poll. He's got seven swing states where, where Trump is leading. And uh, that is good. So here are the swing states they looked at. Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, North Carolina, Nevada, and uh, Wisconsin. And uh, back in uh, 2020, the only one Trump, quote unquote, won was North Carolina. Somehow Biden won all these other states. Somehow Biden, who campaigned from his basement and uh, couldn't put two sentences together and had no popular support or ability to inspire, communicate, lead, uh, somehow he uh, won all these other swing states. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? Across uh, all the states, 48%, all the swing states, uh, 48% said they would back Trump, 43% uh, Biden. Trump is the uh, runaway favorite in North Carolina now, uh, nine points ahead of uh, creepy, sleepy (laughs) Uncle Joe Beijing balloon Biden. All right, so some good news, uh, and it uh, looks like overall Democrats uh, did not have uh, a very good week. Uh, some are calling it a week from hell for the Democrats. So uh, why is it so bad? You know, the, the split border trip was certainly one thing. Uh, another thing, of course, are the court cases going for Trump that I think uh, is uh, powerful. Another was uh, Lloyd Austin's uh, appearance in front of the House Armed Services Committee. It was terrible for the Biden administration. Then you had Hunter, the laptop from hell, the grift that keeps on giving, according to uh, the National Pulse. And uh, his quote-unquote testimony. And in his testimony, uh, Hunter Biden did... uh, admit that the big guy was uh, Slow Joe. The guy who uh, can't stand for his crimes because he's too old and daughterly. But he definitely should be allowed to have his hand on the nuclear button. Yeah, that big guy. Uh, According to the National Pulse, now that I think about it, the big guy even sounds like a moniker you give your aging dog who shuffles in the room confused as hell, but still semi-cheery from his cocktail of drugs. You okay there, big guy? Yes, you are the big guy. You're the biggest guy around. (laughs) Joe Biden. Yeah, I'd say that and a lot of other things that happened. Uh, Not a good week for Democrats. 
504-556-9696. Another WGSO colleague calling in. Our friend, the Flaming Conservative, is on with us. How are you, sir? Good morning and welcome. Good morning, Jeff. Look at you having a mighty 690 reunion, I see. I know. I know. A lot of our uh, friends from those days uh, with us today. Uh, yeah, it's good to, good to hear from Susan, and, and glad she's going to be uh, bringing her show to us right here on WGSO. Well, a station we want, everyone grew up listening to in our generation no longer exists. That was such a great station. And, look like, and, and we thank Mike well, himself for continuing on the FM band. Yeah, they've got music there. Uh, the the AM was uh, sold to an entity that now has Catholic uh, programming on there. So yeah, you know they're they're still broadcasting and, and broadcasting Catholic programming. But yeah, we had a good bunch of uh, folks over the here. It was uh, a lot of fun, and uh, the mentor, the the leader, was Ed Butler, who uh, is well known among. Yes, folks here yeah. in New Orleans for, for all he did, uh, you know, exposing communism, fighting communism, exposing communist China. He debated Lee Harvey Oswald right here. And uh, legendary figure. They're still talking about Ed Butler. Someone sent me a uh, podcast. It was just held the other day. And uh, another the, conservative the hosts were talking talk about show, Ed Butler. Another conservative talk show host out of New Orleans, you know, he's Unfortunately, no longer with us, Keith Rush. Yeah, yeah, Keith Rush was another legend. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we, we certainly miss him. He did a great job. He was the original Rush, <laughs> as he says. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, he did a uh, good job for, for a long time, long time. Well, listen, you've got a show tonight at 7, so we're looking forward to that. Uh, anything else um, on your mind Taylor, this morning, my friend? Taylor Turcotte. The conservative candidate for, for for Congress in Mississippi, you you've heard that liberal named Benny Thompson. Sadly, unfortunately, yes. She's looking to unseat Be- Benny and his corrupt jets, and um, she's going to be our guest tonight. Martha's going to be co-hosting with us too, so it's going to be a jam-packed show. I mean, Mississippi is our neighbors, and we we, we need to help them out too. Mm-hmm. So Martha and, um, Huckabee, who uh, who hosts uh, Liberty or Lockdown, along with uh, Dave Prentice, so she'll be joining you. That's great. That's awesome. And um, deal. It's, it's great to have Flaming Liberal back. He wants to debate us. We're waiting for him. Mm. Uh, well, uh, you know, some have a different view of that, I'll tell you. Uh, so you want to debate him? Okay. I tell well, you, I tell you, the perfect debater for him. The honorable, oh. deplorable Dion should be the perfect debate for flaming yeah. liberal. Yeah, yeah, that would be an interesting it, one. That's for it sure. It would not be nice for him, but mm-hmm. yeah, we've had some Stephen over the years with him. We certainly have uh, over the years. Uh, but uh, all right, my friend, well, we'll be tuning in. Uh, sounds like you got your hands full tonight with a great lineup. So um, we appreciate you, and we'll be checking you out. Uh, Holy and patriotic jambalaya right here. And we're going to be on Ron Richardson's show tomorrow, too. Okay. Good deal. All right. Good news. Uh, Thank you, my friend. Appreciate it very much. 
The Flaming Conservative. 504-556-9696. Jeff at WGSO.com. Jeff at WGSO.com. Also this morning, uh, following uh, just the uh, incredible bias that Google has now unleashed on all of us with this AI, uh, sounds like uh, they're realizing they've got uh, a real problem here. They really stepped into it. Well, now we find out that the fiasco with their artificial intelligence program is just emblematic of the uh, problems overall at uh, Google. So the rollout of Gemini has been a train wreck. Its image creator refused to generate any images of white people, whereas the AI prompt couldn't say with certainty uh, that Adolf Hitler was a worse individual than Elon Musk. Wow. Some are calling for a Gemini's shutdown. The CEO of Google apologized for the controversy saying, uh, I know that some of its responses have offended our users and shown bias to be clear. That's completely unacceptable, and we got it wrong. Now, this is a man who wants to use AI to combat Trumpism. Michael Schellenberger has a new series out in his Substack that delves into Google AI, the tech giant's campaign, to twist public opinion to hurt Republicans in elections. And that's what they do through algorithms. And uh, they're going to be utilizing it big time as we get ready for this election. Google has worked extensively with government, uh, earning contracts with the intelligence community. Twitter uh, and the FBI created a robust operation of influencing programs and censorship, which was exposed in the Twitter files. It was no different at Google, where most of its government work was kept secret until a whistleblower came forward. As you can guess, a lot of their government contracting work dealt with, quote, peddling propaganda. Google receives billions of dollars from American citizens. Google split a $9 billion Defense Department contract with other big tech firms and a multi-billion dollar contract with the CIA. Multi-billion dollar contract. They've got more than 250 contracts with the military and foreign and federal law enforcement agencies. Much of uh, Google's work is secret. But they are behind uh, some of the uh, work that uh, are used in drones, used in inf uh, information collection. And, of course, uh, the censorship and bias that we see on uh, social media and from the deep state. Google's behind it. Which makes our job even more difficult, even more challenging in electing uh, the person that really represents the will of the American people and the vote of the American people, as opposed to the shenanigans being uh, crafted by the deep state. Wow. We covered a lot this week. A big thank you to you, Patty. All of you in the audience, we appreciate you. Check us out on uh, Real America's Voice tomorrow at noon. And we'll be back Monday to do it again right here on Ringside Politics. In the meantime, check out crewair.net on social media at Jeff Crewair. And email me at jeff at WGSO.com. Have a great weekend, everyone.